0: I just realized we didn't decide who was going to open it. Like, are we, I guess you could open a beer, or I could oh, say shit. hi, friends. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know which. Uh, it, it's too on, late now; see. we've started. Hang on, I'm going to see how
1: hard. And I'm going to see how hard I can suck on this thing. Hang on.
0: Oh yeah, I guess if we're we'll tease our our, our beverages. How
2: about yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's how you open. And, and also now uh, you've got a recording of, uh, from uh, I want to see how hard I can suck on this thing.
1: Oh, please, it's not even the first time that's happened.
0: <laughs> oh, I have so many recordings like that. You I'm building a soundboard of things that Matt says like
1: that. He, he can put together <laughs> can his own YouTube. Uh, he can do his own YouTube of me hooking up with Sherlock and Dr. Holmes. Or Dr. Holmes. Dr. Holmes. <laughs> Dr. Holmes.
0: <laughs> you were thinking of Dr. Hooves because you're such a <laughs> brony.
1: Ah, uh, why would you do that to me?
0: I don't know. Why would
1: you out me on national podcast?
0: <laughs> I just threw you under the pony bus. No, uh. International
1: podcast. Ooh, that's, that's call. Good. three countries.
0: Yeah. Well and and four represented if you count Irish Gav as being Irish. Indeed. Which I suppose we should because it's part of his name. The entire Commonwealth <laughs> and America. This is I suppose we could continue just rambling like this. <laughs> But it the, is what
2: the people expect. It, it is. for an hour, and then and then just mentioned most episodes yeah. are shit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> save some time. Do Do we want to call this the second annual? Because that sort of locks us into doing this again. And I not I'm, uh, to...
1: I'm actually okay with that.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm fine
3: that. Go. It's, uh, it's done. Go We've signed the contracts. Fine. Wow, that was quick. <laughs> the amazing power of the internet.
0: <laughs> well, that is how we all know each other. We're from That's the right. internet. This is the second annual Post-Atomic Horror Drunken Time Travel Crossover. Actually, crossover number three, if that makes any damn sense. (laughs) Yes. Because we we did two last year. Yes. (laughs) Last year, we gave each other what we thought were the exemplary examples of, of our corresponding shows and the... This year we decided to do it the other way.
2: Yeah. Yep. You, Since we're from I, the internet, we have to we have to do the shit shows now.
0: Oh yeah, there has to be spite.
2: Absolutely <laughs> has to be spite. And also there should be lists of things.
0: Oh, there's lots of lists. Mm-hmm. Irish Gavin, I have that covered. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I I think I prefer watching the good episodes. I'm, I'm going to yeah. say that right now.
2: Yeah, I, I it's unusual, but I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We, uh, when Matt and I finished our Doctor Who episode, which we'll be doing after you guys, uh, cover your Star Trek episode, Matt said, mm-hmm. uh, we should have chosen something much, much worse for them.
2: Yep. But
3: what would <laughs> you
2: have <laughs> chosen?
0: just should have. You know, I don't, I don't know. What do you think, Matt? Plato's Stepchildren. Plato's Stepchildren. Was Plato's <laughs> Stepchildren worse than Shades of Grey?
1: Uh, Plato's Stepchildren is a better review episode than Shades of Grey. Shades of Grey is just a piece of shit clip epi- episode.
0: I suppose that's true, but but if you give someone like English Gav, who has a difficult time remembering previous episodes, a <laughs> flashback show.
1: Well, the nice thing is then you can go, I don't remember watching any of these.
0: That's true. It, it would actually be more entertaining for him because it wouldn't just be repeating the same stuff.
1: Exactly. That's a good Why point. are they showing clips of a different show?
0: <laughs> Where's that guy's beard? What's that guy's name?
2: Where am I? <laughs> Read just I like think? the equivalent of a seizure to him. <laughs>
0: Wow, um, but we did pick a, a particularly not great episode for you. It's yep. just it's it doesn't quite stack up to the to the thing that you sent us. So I would say you win.
2: <laughs> yes, that was the most important part. We can go now. Yeah. Yes,
0: <laughs> but we we did give you one that's uh, that we've certainly mined a certain uh, vein of humor out of for quite some time. And that would be uh skin of evil.
2: Skin of evil. <laughs> skin of evil, you guys. Hey. The aforementioned arms.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Aforementioned and aforementioned and aforementioned.
1: going <laughs> <You're form enormous. laughs> Somebody get me a hard hat. Why
0: don't why don't you guys tell us what you uh maybe not what you thought, maybe <laughs> maybe uh how angry you got. <laughs> at Skin of
2: Evil. Well, it was just Dull. Why don't we do the, uh, pretend synopsis, guy? Well, why don't we, indeed. Yeah, see? Please do. <laughs> uh, Hailing frequencies open. The Enterprise is going to meet Troy after she's been to a conference, but her shuttle is inexplicably damaged, and they end up crashing on Vigar 2. So the Enterprise warps there as soon as the engineering realign the warp engines. They couldn't have travelled to before the shuttle was damaged? Oh, that's right, it can only travel in space and not time. Riker and co beam down But there's nothing on the planet But a puddle of tar Really no caves or anything Unfortunately for them The puddle of tar is a dick Though in fairness to the tar It kills Tasha It introduces itself as Armus And then shats to Troy for a bit But understandably gets bored Dr Crusher begs to tend to the injured in the shuttle Armus agrees If she says pretty pleased with sugar on top But since they don't have sugar in the future He just lets her talk to her Audio only. So, like a reconstruction? For an encore, he takes up Jordy's visor so he's blind and he doesn't tell him where it is. What a japester. And now, the
3: conclusion. This Armist dude then tells his secret origin story. Some beings called Titans basically decided they didn't like their bad side, all those evil feelings and shit, so pairs them from themselves into a skin of evil which they shed and then fucked off and left this evil skin half-stranded on the planet. Then Troy makes him angry so he captures Riker. To make things worse, Picard comes down and refuses to play with him, forcing him to make his own entertainment again. But he gets bored quickly and lets Riker go. In return for helping him get off the planet, he agrees to let Picard see Troy. Then Picard makes him angry again by starting a discussion on the true meaning of evil, and if he murders them now, he won't be able to leave, and so he's not going to take him anymore, anyway. As he's distracted by this logic puzzle, as though he's a computer from the original series, the Enterprise beams away Troy and co. And Picard, leaving him all alone again. And all he wanted was some friends. So lonely. <laughs> Picard sticks a do not enter sign on the planet, thereby inviting all passerbys to visit the planet. And then <laughs> they hold a funeral service for Tasha, but only senior staff members can go. Hailing frequencies closed.
1: Senior staff members and Wesley.
2: Oh right, it is Rainbow Jumper of delight.
0: Uh, see, we figured out that Rainbow Jumper. It's got uh, each each stripe represents a different uh, department that he could be
2: working in. It's got the red, the yellow, and the blue on it. So it's a rainbow of Failure, is that what you're saying?
0: Yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> Here's exactly what weird. he could have been doing.
0: <laughs> Irish Kev, I'm amazed that you made a reference to tar and did not tie it to Superman three. I'm disappointed.
2: <laughs> yes. I, that's why I made the reference to Tar But I couldn't really think <laughs> <laughs> How to link How to link the two That's why everyone's just saying Superman 3
0: <laughs> Well I, I read it between the lines So I suppose that's good enough
2: But uh, yet, yet again this is another podcast you and I have done We're finishing we Superman 3 so Of course <laughs> So stay tuned to their Superman 3 podcast Will we just talk about
1: Star
0: Trek <laughs> <laughs> Yes well, that's how our Star Trek show started. We we started a general comedy show where we couldn't shut up about Star Trek.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't
1: that's start just... a Simpsons podcast. That's true. That would have just been me reading quotes.
0: Yeah, it's really hard to do. Uh, uh, it's really hard to focus on a show that's so quotable like that. We've tried that a few times. It just...
1: Yeah, we did the Home Star Runner one, and it was a disaster.
0: Yep. And then they quit.
2: Yep. Quit. Because of that podcast. Probably. That's right. <laughs>
0: Look, we're 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 big influences on the on the internet. We're uh we're big wheels down at the cracker factory. God damn it. <laughs> Did
1: you guys hear those uh those sarcastic voyage guys are gonna make a uh they're gonna make an episode about us. Oh they didn't. Well, close down the Home Star Runner factory.
2: Oh. we're making crackers instead. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm out of work. Oh no. Hey, That's almost the
2: armist voice.
0: <laughs>
1: hey
2: everybody. I I'm out of work.
0: I watched about half of this episode. I intended to watch it all, and unfortunately I got distracted, or fortunately, before okay. we started. And I forgot how terrible the real armor's voice is, because we've been doing our yep. own version of it for so long. Yeah. <laughs> but w- would you guys say it sounds evil to you? <laughs>
2: No. the No, he's got a voice of evil. <laughs> it's sort of like this. But I'm going to kill you.
0: Bah! But... Just, just terrible. Stay out of Riverdale.
2: <laughs> he, he sounds like a jock.
0: Yes, yes, he very much does. It's like he's going
1: to shove a card in a locker. He sounds like a but jock, that's, but that's he also
0: sounds—that's
1: all
2: his character is. It's just a bully. Yes! He's just... Stop hitting yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
0: so English, Gav, you you tend to focus on the more scientific aspects of things.
1: So how scientific is a living puddle of tar made of evil? Yeah,
0: exactly. Is there there a quantifiable scientific measurement for evil?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, E equals MC squared. Is that what the E stands
2: for? Oh, I never
0: knew
3: that. Evil. <laughs> well, if there were, this guy's not even gonna rate on the scale. It's really? How come? It wasn't really that evil. But surely, I mean, it was just a bully. It wasn't yeah. evil per He's just, just, just kind, kind of, a of a dickish chump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dickish
2: surely chump. everything should be on the scale.
1: Well, yes. Yeah, oh
2: right. Uh, <laughs> it's it's yeah, on so the, the lower end of the scale. <laughs> <laughs> there should be It's, it's like a like list. <laughs> everything <laughs> yeah. should be on it.
0: Right, it's like a it's like a continuum, not the Q continuum. <laughs> the evil, a, continuum. The evil continuum. Well, it could be exactly.
2: so. Q is on the evil continuum and the Q continuum. So if there nice. was a Venn diagram of continuums, he would be in the middle.
0: <laughs> that may be the nerdiest thing you've ever said.
2: Oh, I love Venn diagrams. Superman three Ven- and Venn diagrams. That's me. <laughs> and your Superman three Venn diagram. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: Venn diagram of continuums. Would it be continua? <laughs> Would, would that be the, uh, the the plural form of continuum? C- continui. i. Continuum. We keep not talking about this episode, which is what we
2: tends sure to happen do. when... Uh...
3: God, tell us your good thing. My good thing. I'm, well, I'm going to have to go with the, the actual premise of the story. It's... Really? Yes, I am. It's... Me? It, it is the type of Star Trek story that I like. They're, uh, they're faced with an unknown enemy they've never seen before, trying to work it out. And
0: I suppose, in that regard, it's similar to the one we gave you when we gave you a good episode. Mm-hmm.
3: You
2: know? Yeah, it, it's just in this instance it happened to be a puddle of tar. Yes, right. as opposed it, it's to like, a, <laughs> a machine that can destroy entire galaxies. yeah. Exactly.
1: yeah, puddle of tar.
2: Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You just can't resist,
2: can you? I'm real threatening. I'm boogie to boogie boo. So, is he the boogeyman from Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> yes, exactly. Hmm. So,
0: but in general, you like the you like the premise. You like the I, 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 yeah. even to the point of the he's the embodiment of evil. Is that a is that a thing you enjoyed?
2: <laughs> uh, well, that was a bit silly. Well yeah, I kind of agree with God, There's almost a good story in somewhere um, about the nature of evil and such and such. Well, it does
0: feel a bit Doctor mm. Who in a way because mm. Doctor Who doesn't quite fancy itself as much of a sci-fi show. Like you can do stories about evil, from yeah. Doctor Who, because it's it's a little more flexible.
2: You can definitely like, see it in the scene with uh, Picard and the puddle. Mm-hmm. Also, Picard and the puddle will make a great children's book, <laughs> <laughs> where where the puddle
3: has to has to somehow get his approval. <laughs> even well, you have tried very. Envisaged in that word. In the sequel, Data in the puddle. Data in the puddle, <laughs> yeah. Let it just short out. Any. You've got a, <laughs> yeah. you a whole series of kid. them going. It's, and there's try, quite a bit of danger in that
2: story. Troy in the puddle, mm-hmm. where she devolves into a fish. Oh. Yep. <sighs> Jordan in the puddle, where he goes, Why am I wet?
0: <laughs> and Riker in the puddle where he's like, "Hey, this is all
2: right." Jordy in the this. puddle where it, where is a puddle on the hollow deck. All right. And he ends up going on with it. "Hey, I'm into this."
0: I even even watching the first half of this, I realized just how much the show changed from season 1, like these characters aren't acting anything like the way I remembered because yeah. It was so early on and I forgot that Geordi's
2: entire job was to look at stuff. Yep. <laughs> so <Mrs>. jo- yeah. So this is was is up. this the one
1: where they strapped the camera to him?
2: <laughs> no, it's not. No, no. But, yeah. he ha- but he did. But he did. beam him down just so he could look at the puddle to see if he could yep. see anything. <laughs> they sent him
0: down on the away team, and he's doing all this, looking at it from different angles, craning his head, crouching, just trying to trying to see what it is. Yep, it sure is tar, sir. What do you got, Jordy? It's a puddle.
2: <laughs> I wish would it was <laughs> with wait, stick. <laughs>
3: I've read the book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the dialogue is just awful. That's, it my, really that's my is. bad thing. Uh, it, it is like I cannot tell you what it is, but I can tell you what it is not. And Riker, it just says explain. Really, he needs that explained. Uh, yeah, it seems. Pretty, it is not uh, a some way. <laughs> it is not. Here. Hang on, I got a
1: list here. And that would be
0: that would be consistent with early season one data too, because he's always just reading off lists of things. Yep, it is
1: not an <laughs> so a hard work.
0: <laughs>
2: They're not good lists, though. No, oh, right. so are the internet. There's um, a there's a uh, continuum Dana, of lists.
1: And now data's cracked top ten list of things. This puddle isn't.
0: <laughs> this this puddle used one weird trick to kill an enterprise crewman.
2: <laughs> Find out what it is here. Oh, this puddle is a murder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was amazed rewatching it. Also, that Tasha was killed. Not even by a rock. We've been giving that rock credit this whole yeah. time. And it no, just, it was a
1: rock lobster.
0: It wasn't a rock. <laughs>
1: I can it tell just, you what it is not. It is not a
2: rock lobster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just sort of threw her to the ground. Yep. Like it it looks like she tripped and fell on her face. Like I don't really get how she died from that.
1: Yeah. I remember talking about when we did this man. one that
3: she died from, wasn't it?
0: Oh yeah, that weird little scribbly thing on her face.
3: Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. It gave her birthmark, didn't she, died, <laughs> Matt, what were you saying?
1: I uh, just like the idea of Tasha uh, passing out and uh, Armas riding writing insert dicks here on her face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, um No, I remember when uh, when we did this the first time I talked about how the fact that they killed the main character so, like...
2: So early speakly,
1: on. Well, so early on and so just pathetically.
2: Yeah, that's true. I, I, I looking back. have problem with that. No, that could have been cool. Because because not everyone's going to die with a hor- heroic death. No, and it's like time, she goes, goes out like especially.
1: a red. Yeah, right. she, like she goes out like a red shirt.
2: Yeah. yeah, which she kind of is.
1: Yeah.
0: So that makes sense. We didn't really have a one head of security character in in the original series, did we?
1: No, I think it was technically Scotty, or maybe Chekhov.
0: Yeah, we were never clear what Chekhov was supposed to do.
1: That's okay, neither is he.
0: No, and I'm pretty sure people have written in to tell us, and I still don't know. No. <laughs> you were, you're definitely right about the dialogue gap. There, there's there's some really just terrible... Like, there's a scene early on where uh, Worf and Tasha are talking, and they're kind of establishing, hey, Tasha has a friend, so you should feel bad when she dies. <laughs> <laughs> and I can feel Michael Dorn not acting as well as I think he can, because... Just I, it must just have been the script. It was just so wooden.
2: Yeah, you know that, what I mean. Like the, that whole scene is just to say, "Hey, th- th- this person has actual is, it, is an actual character, and look at it, look at her depth." Right. Uh, would exactly. her, her shirt for this episode? That would have been a bit better. Then she might not have quit. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like, why don't we give her a shirt that just says "I Matter" on it? <laughs> Get the point across a lot easier.
2: Because mm. she was talking about doing karate or something, and Warf saying that she was favored in the ship's pool. Yeah, right. the Deadpool.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't die. I'm a main character. My name's in the credits.
0: And they leave her name in the credits for the rest of the season. Just yep. Just that, always, that always really bugged me.
1: Should put a little R.I.P.
2: over it. <laughs> just an asterisk. Yep. at the end, she's dead. Asterisk. <laughs>
0: And, and, of <laughs> course, we've talked about this on, on Post-Atomic Horror before. The fact that she left for a great movie career, did one movie, and then just sort of flailed for a while. She should have just stayed where she was. Yep.
3: was doing really she okay.
1: Do?
3: What's that, Gav? What movie did she do? Do we know? Oh, uh, uh,
1: Pet Cemetery.
0: Yeah. Which, admittedly, good movie. Yeah, not a bad movie at all, but not worth ruining your career over. No. She could like, film during the summer. TV series is a
1: sweet gig, man.
0: Yeah, it really is. It's a syndication. See, and I, I, I'm i retrospectively more angry at this episode now because it meant that Selah, her Romulan rape baby, yep. kept coming back.
1: Well, yeah, because humans keep showing up when you least expect them. Oh, what a God. great line. Is there another name for baby that
2: begins with R. Uh,
0: hmm? Oh. The the lack of alliteration
2: there's yeah, kind of buggy. You could huh? you could have you could tell so that's a three alliteration there. Well, if
1: she was the smallest one of the uh, of the batch, she runt. would have been a run, uh, Romulan runt, rape baby. Oh
0: god! <laughs> yeah, but you still got that baby in there. You just have to do the Romulan rape runt.
1: <laughs> Romulan rape runt rascal.
0: See, and now you now rast. you sound like Scooby Doo.
1: There we go.
2: Romulan, <laughs> Romulan rape runt. There you go. Yes. Glad um, we settled that. Yeah, good. Yes. That was, good. <laughs> that was important,
0: important business that really needed to be uh, sorted. All right, so
1: that's been the crossover. Good <laughs> <Today>, night, folks.
0: <laughs> uh, do you have a good thing, Kev? Do you,
2: yeah, Kev, Irish do you have a good Kev? thing? Or me? Yeah, sure. oh, he already gave no, it. I, no, you no, did I this one. Yeah, uh, I said it was just a uh, nature of evil. That was oh, right, a good right. story. Yeah.
0: But it, it, you, so you like the potential of it, even it had, though it didn't it had, really deliver on the potential.
2: Almost some potential, <laughs> right? But then it didn't. <laughs> but then, it just didn't right? At the last it didn't minute it almost
3: didn't. have potential.
2: Not, not as in the, the science definition of potential. Do you have a good it thing? you have another definition? Do you have a good thing?
3: Is it? Be or does, it does it almost mean potential? What about your bad thing? My bad thing. Yeah, I will go with the resolution of the story. Mm. Basically, just distract. The puddle, so that you can beam them off.
0: So, would you have preferred them to maybe try to outthink it, or maybe reason with it, or? Yeah,
3: I think anything's better than look I over be there. To pit the wits against it, outthink it, and do something rather than just a, a sneak transport attack on him when he's not looking.
0: <laughs> That's a good point, and then and it's still there at the end. It's not like they yep. defeated well, yeah. it either. Well,
2: at the end, they uh, they fire a photon down and destroy the shuttle. No, oh. no, if the puddle was still right next to them, next to the shoulder, it's,
3: right. it's pretty much dead now anyway.
0: They could have just phasered it from, from orbit, just to be sure, anyway. Well,
3: well, maybe they made a deep well where they shot it, and now he's in
0: it. Now he's got a hole to live in, a yeah. nice little hole.
3: <laughs> the puddle in the hole.
1: In a hole in a ground, lived in <laughs> or if they shot
2: it from an angle, well, it could be a cave. Ooh,
0: now we're getting back into Doctor Who territory. <laughs>
2: Would not so, want to run through I there. Live in a but that made it better as there was a cave.
0: <laughs> I do yeah. really feel like, like I say, though, like this feels sort of like it could be a Doctor Who type episode. Has there been one, to your knowledge, where Featuring you deal the with the sort of embodiment of evil sort of thing?
2: Probably, but off the top of my head, I can't say. Well, yeah,
0: I'm, I'm asking you to remember 50 years worth of continuity <laughs> on the spot here, I realize. The
2: master? Yeah. The ma- he's not evil. He's just misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> Alex really they're they're just like the tiny Armises and oh cases. god
0: exterminate
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like
1: do they do they know that they're evil no they're like not if they're going ah, we're evil. evil
0: I think they know that they're very angry
1: well yes but there's a difference between the two things <laughs> it yeah, yeah, be
2: very rare to get characters that are evil that say they're evil
1: that's that's one of the things I for, hate about this episode
0: <laughs> yeah Armis is the only one
2: watch out you guys i'm really evil
0: (laughs) and that was that was my problem with it you know when when we watched it in the first place was evil isn't isn't a thing it's it's a you know without getting too philosophical it's a it's a label we made up
1: yeah you can't take evil out of something
0: no it's it doesn't as far as i know scientifically exist as a as a thing
1: the so they be like, on no. a
2: planet. Doesn't make, that make them evil? That's a little evil. That's yeah. Little, but it's also a little Kirk. <laughs> so what you're yeah. saying is That was Kirk's skin of evil.
0: Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's actually a little Doctor Who as well. I'm, I've, I've ruined this planet, and now I'm just going <laughs> to leave it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so on, suckers.
0: That's the one thing we, we, we noticed yeah. when we did the crossover last year was... Uh, The Doctor operates very similarly to Captain Kirk, which is, uh, all right, I've meddled enough, now I'm just going to leave things in ruins and go on my way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Always more planets to mess with.
2: Yeah, He's always there to bring down uh, regimes, but never there for building them afterwards. Nope.
0: Nope. No, he just comes to to, mess things up.
2: Whoa, topical. Ah, topical. (laughs) Topical, yeah. That's so topical. What about those, well. those clowns in anyway? <laughs>
0: Considering we're we're reviewing a, a couple of shows that are thirty years old each, I think uh, uh,
2: yeah, that's as topical as we're going to get. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, so what
2: else? Well, another thing about Armus is he's more like Silver Age Armus. That he seemed to have all the superpowers ever. <laughs> he was able to. He, he just there's nothing he couldn't do. He could, he could beam people's faces around, and or their visors, and mm-hmm. take over people, and... Leap over he, tall buildings in a single bound. Block communication. Yeah, he things. could do that. He, he could do everything. Block transporters. Be a puddle. Everything except beam... <laughs> Be a puddle!
0: <laughs> He's an Olympic-level puddle.
1: Secret Superpowers owned only by him and Alex Mack.
2: <laughs> I don't know what that is
1: That's fine That's, uh,
2: a,
3: that's a 90s reference as well yeah.
1: yeah
0: No I forget
2: the 90s
3: And I think he must have been a Doctor Who fan as well Because the shape he chose, chooses when he stands up It looks just like an Ice Warrior draped in tan. Really? I think the build and everything is The facial contours and everything It looks like the Ice Warrior's mask mm-hmm. It just looks like one to me Is that is
0: that a classic episode or a more recent
3: one? Uh Classic
0: episode, ah, one that you guys have done.
3: Oh yeah, look at that! Both, huh. uh, well, both. Yeah, I like on this one's helmet. New series as well. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, yeah I, and,
0: and, which begs the question: How come Armus isn't in the next Star Trek movie? Like, how come how come this villain isn't coming back for the more modern
1: stuff? Listen, we'll get there. <laughs> Will we? By Star Trek four, it'll be all armis all the time. All right. <laughs> Except they won't say he's Armus. They'll say his name is Jimmy Smiths.
2: Yeah, if John Harrison had been revealed to be Armus, that would have been good. Oh,
0: man. Yeah, but Benedict Cumberbatch would have to do the voice.
2: Even better. I am uh, Armus, you guys. I am not John Harrison. I am well, Armus, you guys.
0: <laughs> well, he does have sort of a melty face.
2: Oh, I set you up for that. That was, that was a little too easy. Now I'm going to
1: jump from one spaceship to another. Whee! Whee! <laughs> Splat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's possible Armis could be a changeling Just a really, really shit
3: changeling <laughs> I'm part of the great link, you guys Odoo could come down and laugh at him
0: Yeah, exactly Look, I could even make a face What's wrong with you?
3: So, uh, you're a bit shit
2: That's <laughs> yep. all Goodbye yep. So long <laughs>
0: I, like, I like you have a note here, Gav About Leland T. Lynch
2: that's the, yeah, that's the name of the engineer for that week. Yeah, Picard and he calls down himself engineering. Leland and... T. Lynch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Leland T. Lynch here, sir. <laughs> really, am I supposed to be impressed by that?
2: Well, he's a descendant of Flonk.
0: Right. And Brian.
1: <laughs> no, just Flonk. I can't like... underst- I don't understand it either, but here we are. Oh,
0: fair
2: enough. It, it could be, Le- be Flonk and Brian. That would just be weird. <laughs> Not uh, that weird. <laughs> anyway... Uh, yeah, the, the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, there's no money in the future, so no. they don't have actual wills, they just have emotional wills now. That's true. Dwarf, I leave go. my sadness. <laughs> I <laughs> recorded this conveniently enough. I leave all
3: my evil to Amos. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would love if
1: Tasha left her ev- left all her evil to the planet. <laughs> Way to make it better, Tasha. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, Armus, my Except- only regret is that I'll never get to see you grow into the fine young man I know you will be. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was the thing she said about Wesley would be an exceptional man. That's just a lie. I've seen his Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was a cheap <laughs> shot, but a good one. <laughs> I mean, she keeps talking about excellence. In, I mean, is this a job interview or a will?
0: <laughs> she's, I think we talked about this before. Like, I guess everyone in Starfleet records their own will. Or, you know, this this sort of hologram thing, like, I don't know, every day, just to make sure. If I die today, mm. I got to. I got yeah, to... they,
1: like, that thing must get updated, like, all the time, because she just got to this ship.
0: Yeah, they, it was, like, only episode 20 or so. Yeah.
2: That, well, so, the one she recorded, she talked about being best friends with all, I'm just going to miss them, and Troy and her being, you know, really close and everything. So uh-huh. she, she actually recorded this one for use two years in the future, but they just downloaded this <laughs> one by accident.
3: Well, maybe sense. she's got a sempl- set template where she just insert name here, <laughs> <laughs> and to you yeah. blank. <laughs> so if well, someone yeah, else they- dies,
2: <laughs> and then it's just Tasha again, but they use different names. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's it's the future, so the computers are smart enough to see who's present at the funeral and then mm-hmm. insert the correct names. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So really, Tasha had nothing to, at all to do with the will.
2: No, not at all. No. Sure. I just picture
1: her in her quarters. God, I hate these guys. I hope they, I hope I don't leave them anything in my will.
2: <laughs> she, had, she had nothing to do with the episode, she, so why would she have anything to do with the will?
0: <laughs> she really didn't. She had that one conversation with Worf, then she beams down and sucks and dies. Yep.
2: <laughs> the end. And everyone's like, okay, let's not be sad because we have to resolve the episode first. Right. And then everyone's oh, thank God, oh, we don't have to be sad. Oh, good. <laughs>
0: So I, I got to know you guys have both seen a fair amount of Star Trek between you, English Gav, whether you remember or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this the worst episode you've seen?
2: No, me, no, no, neither no. no. of you, no, no, not the worst he's seen either. No.
0: is it even close?
2: No, no. It is. It is bad, but it's no. Uh, it's no fair haven. Yeah, Ah, so
0: you're you're going into Voyager.
2: I'm going into Voyager. Would you like me to discount Voyager? uh,
1: Almost
3: anything on Voyager.
1: (laughs) That's what makes me sad is that you guys are better qualified to pick shitty episodes of Star Trek than we are.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that is a good point. And I only watched the last two series of it recently. You watched the last four. Oh god! At
2: your request, (laughs) you were like, "Oh, this is oh, it gets good. This is when I watch it, and this and and it gets good." (laughs) How much much prep did you think you needed for this? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, discounting Voyager, let's just keep it to okay. say next gen
3: Okay, next gen, okay, probably, yeah
0: Cause, I mean, Well, this, I did this is...
3: slightly enjoy this despite its faults you did. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> But you're just like into S&M or something I must be <laughs> Well, man, I didn't need to know that
2: <laughs> What do uh, you think is the
3: worst the episode of TNG? I can't name him, unsurprisingly what, what okay, more? maybe well, not I by title, like, hey, but hey, surely... What happened? Think. The yeah, one guys. where... You're on the spot. I
0: don't
2: know.
0: What about the one where Beverly had sex with a ghost?
2: You liked you like that one as well, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, That's right. You... Th- that was all right as well. I think okay, that was one, one of the reasons we world. didn't pick that. Did you hate that? No, that was great. Oh, you liked that one. I wasn't sure yeah. that we were in opposite world. <laughs>
0: Well, we are a bit in opposite world. In that, he, did you ever resolve your feelings for Captain Picard? Because you you said for a long time that he was
3: he <coughs> was kind dick. of a dick. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you weren't really I, the fan of Picard go, that the
3: rest of us were. I was going to go trying to go down that route with the, the synopsis on this one.
0: He wasn't just that much in it, though, was it.
3: he? No, uh, no. Just when he came down, and uh, it was a dick to arm us. Yeah. yeah well he was addicted to he was addicted to evil yeah addicted <laughs> to
1: evil would be a really good doctor who uh, episode
3: title <laughs> but, but no it was just really the first few uh, episodes really where, yeah
0: where, yeah the whole first season just they were you know we, and we talked dick. about this a lot it took a while to grow into yeah. the characters and all that sort of thing and i suppose this isn't any worse than space africa or uh, planet where wesley gets sentenced to death and everyone's in their underwear
2: oh yeah that's okay. a real turd okay gaff what about ariel you remember the one where there was the
3: dog that did it and aquel oh, Ac- Aquiel. Aquiel, uh i remember the jokes about the dog that did it
0: uh, yay i you
2: know I'm- scared jordy <laughs> you don't remember that? matt
0: i call that a victory if people don't remember the episodes but they remember our jokes mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Hey, you should be you should be doubly happy that guy remembers your jokes. <laughs> I, ju- I, th- I think the episode was just so uninspiring and boring that I've just purged it from memory.
1: Probably for the best. I wish
3: I could. Which I seem to have done with quite a lot of mm. TNG episodes. <laughs> I'm like that every day, and I realise you live here.
2: <laughs> Anything with mouldy rebels in it. Mouldy rebels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mouldy. No, no. I think I. <laughs> No, those, those watched that on terrible. DS9, actually. Yeah, we did. It was, uh, you did, actually, yeah.
3: And it was Mike from Breaking Bad who played it. <laughs> yeah, very moldy. Yep.
2: Listen, Walter.
1: <laughs> I'm very moldy. <laughs> I don't think I want to listen to that.
0: All right, so we should probably start wrapping this up. Any, any final thoughts from either of you on this? Uh, let
2: me see. Yeah, the bit with Worf, he suddenly becomes security guy and he makes a point of saying in front of Picard that he wants to remain on the ship because he thinks that's where he'll best be, best use now. It, it uh, seems like he, the captain's decision to me. Yeah, he just says it right in front of Picard and says, oh, did you want a Scooby snack for that or something? <laughs> oh, good job, Worf, you won.
0: <laughs> well, that's what the sash is for. Yeah,
1: it's his best so, Worf award. Yep. <laughs> Best
2: best sash. <laughs> <laughs> best in sash. But, yeah, um, do you have anything, Gav? Uh, no, that's about it, really. Very well. So have I you your we quotes for move. us? Yes, I, I have a move quote. Move it's, uh... My quote is... Sums up pretty much drunken drive time travel if it was done on TNG. And it goes like this. I ah, work.
0: Okay, it went like that, but did it go thusly? Uh,
2: no, you go to, when you do it. You're going thusly. The yeah. swapping, oh, right. You see.
1: Oh, of course. He needs to.
2: He so needs to funny. see you,
0: folks. Right. Oh, yeah. They have to. They have to say, "See you, folks." Don't forget. That's important. The show can't end until you say that. Never forget. <laughs> what are you the, um, uh, the the corporate account for uh, SpaghettiOs? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's timely. <laughs>
3: Uh, English, Kev, you got a quote for us? Uh, yes, I'll go with the... It's pretty much the closing quote of the episode, I think, uh, where Data's talking to Picard, is it? Yeah, he's the captain. Yes, he's the bald one. <laughs> yeah, he's, ta- he's talking to that bald dude. I'm, I do <laughs> That bald yeah. dick. Yeah. Are you sure you're talking about Armas? <laughs> Could yeah. be. Where's, Where's my just hair? His best...
4: Sir,
2: the purpose of this gathering
3: confuses me. Oh, how so? My thoughts are not for Tasha, but for myself.
0: Well, he's learning to become more human every day, and that's, <laughs> that's definitely a big part of it, being a selfish dick.
2: <laughs> Good for you, Data. You're becoming more of a selfish dick Every day. Right. Every day.
0: All right. Well, that's that. Mm-hmm. I'm stalling because oh.
1: we're at the the sort of first midpoint. Sort of. Do we want to do the beverage thing first?
0: Well, I believe I think as we begin our our segment, we should uh, say what we have, and then uh, isn't right. it traditional to then stop about halfway into that and uh, discuss the beverage itself? Is that do I have that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Matt, you ready? Yeah. Let's rock. The beverage us we, for this, right? Um. No, you can see yourself out. No, no, that's that's totally fine. Alright, they gave us the Twin Dilemma. Yep. Which uh, I did a a little bit of research and, yeah. (laughs) Apparently this is commonly rated among fans as the worst episode, or sometimes the second worst, next to the one that crossed over with EastEnders. (laughs) So there's that. Matt, why don't you start us off?
1: I suppose it could have been worse, it could have been Coronation Street.
2: That's true. Crossed over with Dr....
4: Mm.
3: Which have been running about the same amount of time. I think this is the highlight of my year now, mm. the uh, post-atomic horror synopsis of a Doctor <laughs> episode.
0: <laughs> it is a very strange world for us because you you've seen these Star Trek episodes. This this stuff is new to us.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, Matt, kick it off with part one. Won't part you?
1: one: Night of the Day of the Death of the Doctor of Death. Webs. <laughs>
0: so we open
1: on some weird planet, Earth, I guess with two color-coordinated twins named Womulus and Wemus, because of course they are. The twins are super geniuses, wily e. Coyote style, so it's a real goddamn shame when they both get kidnapped by some old guy in a puzzle robe. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the TARDIS, the Doctor has just regenerated into kind of a dick weirdo. His companion, the clearly American from America Perry, is a little <laughs> upset by his new persona, because A... He's an insane dickhole who alternates between insulting her and trying to strangle her, and two, because he has the fashion sense of... Actually, I have no earthly idea what he has the fashion sense of, because literally nobody in the universe has ever dressed like this. He looks like a parrot flew through a ceiling fan. (laughs) Anyway, after his attempted murder, the doctor decides to take Perry to some shitty asteroid where he can sit around thinking about how good he looks and fun new ways to kill his companion. (laughs) Back on Earth, the authorities have been alerted to the twins' kidnapping and have sent out a fleet of creepy twin retrieval ships. They are basically instantly killed off-screen by giant slug monster/He-Man name have or er, Mestor and his army of bird owl crow horned Klingon guys. I don't know. Anyway, the ship just happened to crash on the asteroid that the Doctor and Perry are exploring. There's one exp- ex- There's one survivor, and Perry insists on helping him because, well, I guess because she seems like a nice person. So they take him back to the TARDIS, where he promptly pulls a gun on the Doctor, which honestly makes a lot of sense right now. The moral of this story, if your Doctor wakes up with, the, with taste this bad, uh, feel free to skip to the next one.
0: Alright, buy some kind of synopsis for Part 2, The Screaming Wilderness. In a thrilling payoff to the cliffhanger, the lieutenant decides not to shoot the doctor after all, but instead opts for a nice lie down on the floor of the TARDIS. <laughs> Meanwhile, the bad guys, who, if Matt didn't mention, look like the relatives of Crankor from Prince of Space, ah, 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 inspect the wreckage of the police ships that got destroyed. No, trust us, they really did, and have a five-minute discussion about which door they'll use to go out of. <laughs> Uh, Womulus and Weemus steadfastly refuse to perform their math magic, but Edgeworth insists and explains why. I assume he does anyway. I still have no idea why these twins and their superhuman abilities with numbers are at all relevant to the episode or anything else. Maybe that's the twin dilemma? Back on the TARDIS, the doctor heals the lieutenant using... Okay, that's definitely not a sonic screwdriver. It's a sonic hammer, maybe? Possibly a sonic spoon? (laughs) Then Perry opens a window and the following conversation happens for approximately 90 (laughs) minutes. What's that? What? That. What? That. What? And so on, ad nauseam, etc, ad infinitum. Finally, the doctor decides to go investigate, and it's some kind of back door leading into long, dark corridors, like in that other episode we did that other time. Deciding that he's been brave for far too long now, the doctor panics, attempts to escape, but is captured by crank or monsters. Ha! <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> he's taken to Edgeworth, whom it turns out is an old friend of the doctor's called Asmael. This friendship doesn't seem worth much, though, which is to say Edgeworth slash Asmael beams away with the two boys and the crankwear guards, and they leave a ticking bomb behind. But the Doctor has a plan for this. He beams Perry back to the TARDIS, then intends to follow right behind, but her watch stops, which means almost certain doom for the Doctor this time. Hey, maybe this was a super short regeneration. Don't ruin my hopes.
3: <laughs> the moral
0: of this story is, there's no problem that an endless, pointless conversation can't prolong.
3: Matt. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> okay, so... March of the Exposition Penguins. Eggs. <laughs> so Perry and Lieutenant Baked Potato Britches watches the building the Doctor was stuck in explodes, and then Perry cries about it for... Well, for some reason. <sighs> anyway, it's alright, because the Doctor beams in a few seconds later and takes some time out of his busy schedule to tell Perry that she's stupid. Again. And he takes the TARDIS to the planet Jaconda where all this bullshit is supposed to be happening, and the trio get out to explore. The Doctor is pissed. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> to discover that Jaconda has been turned into a kind of a shithole covered in Charlie Brown-style Christmas trees and giant (laughs) slime trails. So, it's a really good time for me personally to bail, because ugh, but, alas, no. They find some poorly lit hieroglyphics about giant slugs to provide a little more exposition, and then, uh, in what is clearly a DTT-slash-PA tradition, Lieutenant Lang gets stuck to the floor. (laughs) Al and I utter a sigh almost as long as the Candyman himself was stuck to the ground. Anyway, the Doctor fucks off because he knows how this goes as well as we do, and meanwhile, Asmael, who I'm pretty sure was the cat from the Smurfs, explains to the twins that a giant slug, mon- the giant slug monster, Mestor, wants to use their brains to figure out a way to make Jocasta less of a shithole. So the Doctor arrives and then goes strangle-crazy again on Asmael, and then Perry is captured by Crankors. The moral of this episode is, when you're exploring the wonders of the galaxy, bring shoes that are easy to remove. <laughs> I recommend Crocs.
0: and finally part four the one doctor mestor decides that he finds perry pleasing and doesn't kill her after all eventually the right combination of characters is dragged to the right room to work out the logic and i use logic in the strictest adam west batman sense of the word here of mestor's evil scheme apparently he wants to use highly complicated mathematical equations to hatch slug eggs (laughs) and take over the universe i may have missed a step or two but that is essentially it the, fa- the phrase dry and rubbery is used to describe the slug eggs, and it occurs to me that dry and rubbery would have been the perfect synopsis for this entire <laughs> epistory. Anyway, the doctor reacts to the exposition by splaying on a table for a while, and I do mean splaying, Ugh. and unsubtly pocketing several beakers of acid. Well, that won't come up later. Finally, presumably because someone at the BBC had the sense to make this not a five-parter, the doctor and Asmael slash Edgeworth face off against Mestor. The rest get lost trying to find their way back to the TARDIS. The Doctor throws a vial of acid at Mestor, but nothing happens. So he does what this Doctor apparently does best, the same thing he just did. This one does the trick, and Mestor lives up to his name as he slowly melts into a pile of goo. (laughs) The episode continues to go on for an additional ten minutes for no very good reason, and then an entire society successfully destroyed. The Doctor and Perry go on their way. But first, a stirring speech from Six about how he's the Doctor whether you like it or not. No, seriously. That's what he actually says while actually looking into the camera. This episode and its primary protagonists literally dare you to hate it. Well, challenge accepted. <laughs> the moral of this story is buggering off after destroying an entire culture is more fun when Kirk does it.
2: Yep. So you like this one, then? Oh.
0: <laughs> now, granted, I don't have the, entire, uh, the entirety of Doctor Who canon to compare this to. No. Oh, it's and, still the uh, worst. It's,
2: it's, it's definitely it the worst of anything worst. I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> it's pretty. Is it worse than the Web Planet, which you guys notoriously don't like?
2: Uh, yes. Really, the Web Planet no. had its heart in the right place. They were no. trying to do something different with the Web Planet. Don't look at me oh. like that. i <laughs> <laughs> But this is well, just they, awful. Well, they were clearly I'm, trying to do something different with this one too. Yeah, let's make the doctor a dick. Yes. Well, a yeah, murderous dick. Fans don't like him now. Why? What? What's what, what happened? We made him a dick. <laughs> have, oh yeah. <laughs> what have we done? Now, how
0: long are we? When this from when this episode aired until the show just completely went away? Like, is this, is this
2: uh, what caused it? Yeah, five years later.
0: Okay, so there's still another doctor to go, right?
2: Yeah, seven's
1: my
0: favorite. Yeah, there will be. Seven
1: yeah, yeah, like okay. the one we saw last time. Yes. Right. The the rolling is ours
0: one. Oh right, yes. the guy with the question mark. Yeah, we
2: we're like doing, him. We're doing this back. We're doing it in backwards. Next time we'll give you a fifth doctor one. <laughs>
0: I don't know who it's the fifth really. is, but I know who the fourth is. Let's let's just jump to
2: fourth. <laughs> fifth is Celery Doctor. Or I can oh, find you right, an awful right. one of the fourth if you want. Oh, <laughs> undoubtedly. Wasn't easy. he on the show <laughs> for like seven years or yep. something?
0: Um, I, I, from what I read, I guess they wanted to make him a dick to begin with and then gradually make him nicer. Like give him a nice little arc where he becomes more likable, but he didn't stick around long enough for that to happen.
2: Well, the problem well, is, is they, they should can him. him. They, they sucked him eventually. Right.
0: Yeah. But I, I read a quote from the actor himself. And that's what he said. He said, like, the idea was that I would be on for years and years, and eventually you would see that he had a heart of gold. Well, yeah, well, that's that said he first was on part... for a year. Right. <laughs> the and main... they went on a long hiatus after this, didn't they?
2: Well, the main problem is this, this was the, the last story in that season. Normally they have yeah. the regeneration at the very end of the season. That's yeah, a nice season. cliffhanger
0: to keep you coming back for next time. Yeah, but
2: <laughs> this, this time they decided to make it, let's do one more story with the, with the new Doctor.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And and then of course people aren't gonna be bothered about it in the next series. You, so you gotta, you is know, he give them some reason to come back.
0: Is he this much of a dick like during his entire stay? No. No. Uh, the, the, does he try
2: to kill, do, kill Perry again? <laughs> yeah, or any <laughs> other companions. He does he does uh push someone into a bath of acid at some point. I don't oh, remember for the, the, little, next, wow. <laughs> the next yeah. No, no, he gets better. Well, know. He just pushes know if he, someone down. I don't know if he pushes them, or, but he doesn't generally try and help them anyway. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it's still a bit rubbish. He's still a bit rubbish. Yeah. I'm do, far too and,
1: handsome to not push you into a bath of
2: acid. They do try and uh, tone down the whole Perry and the
3: doctor arguing after about the, the second year. Oh, <laughs> the second year. Well, the, they were trying to explain it away in this one due you know, to regeneration pills. No, but they continue that? to argue next yeah. year. And you gotta think, why are you still with him? Also, when he,
2: when you think he's dead, why are you crying? That was that bugged the hell out of me. Yeah, I like, if he's, he's dead, doctor. that means he'll come back
1: as something less of a dick.
2: I'd regenerate into Armus, and that would be better.
1: <laughs> hey, Perry, I'm the new Doctor. I, Let's go on a space adventure through <laughs> <for> time. <laughs> I love that the do TARDIS do do, has
0: this. Do-do,
2: do, do-do, do, do, do.
0: I love that the TARDIS has this ridiculous wardrobe room.
1: Yes,
2: that and was I, great.
0: I'm, I'm picturing your your Doctor Armist like trying to pick out the very best outfit in there as well.
2: Don't well, I it, look good in my fetching hat?
3: Well, this isn't the first time we've well, seen giant's closet, won't it? Well, pick out the best bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so Odo's bucket, right? Yeah, they actually have
2: Odo's bucket in there. Wow. It's the one that looks normal. That's a right. uh, Last Crusade. <laughs> <bucket>. <laughs> this is the cup of a carpenter. <laughs> this is a bucket of a constable. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: So that's not the first time we've seen the Ridiculous Wardrobe Room then?
2: No, I remember when there was a fifth doctor. Yeah, he went in. And he went in one. So is that that sort of a common thing? Whenever he became the Doctor, he went into the TARDIS and came out in in various ridiculous outfits, but he never saw Ah. the room. So that's sort of a tradition
0: by this point then, where when the Doctor regenerates, he looks for something new to wear.
2: Yes. I like the idea I can't wear the old things. God (laughs) knows. I I,
0: I can't be seen by that face again. No. No. Well, Well, they won't
2: fit right, would they? Mm -hmm.
3: It's a different Mm -hmm. body shape as well. That's true. Explain that away with science.
0: (laughs) Yeah, do it. Do it now. Magic, <laughs> magic. Oh I have magic. Oh yes, magic science, go of now. <laughs> Oh, see, it's so much easier on Doctor Who because you do have, like I said before, you have that leniency. You have that. Uh, not everything is strictly science fictiony here. Uh, Timey wimey, whatever.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: it's just that's the nature of the show. It's cool. not. It's not concerned with you know making sense. I can't say it in a way that doesn't insult your show, and I don't mean it like that.
1: <laughs> I, like, I still, I like, this, th- the episode made me want to watch more Doctor Who, because I still like that mm-hmm. sort of weird 70s, 70s, right? I think this is 80s. Is this 80s? 80s? All right.
0: This was 1984. Oh. Well,
1: I like that sort of, like, weird not-70s, uh, like, campiness <laughs> that, that's got to it. Like, this is something I would like to watch more of, but not this episode.
0: No, it's a fun <laughs> world that they're in. Mm-hmm. And I can I, I hardly ever harp on the, the, the cheapness of the sets and the uh, the aliens and stuff like that because I know they had almost no budget. And I'll say what I said last time. They are fairly imaginative. Oh, yeah. With having mm. like $10, they, they spread that $10 around or, you know, I guess that would be like five pounds. Listen,
1: they, <laughs> listen, they use $10 First to make that slug and guy and then change. make him melt. That's... Right.
0: No, they, they have almost no money. And I think they do a really good job of making the, um, the beer open. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that the indicator to talk about beverages
0: oh we could certainly do that no i just I, I i just wanted to say that it looks less cheap than say original star trek which i think actually have more money yes um yeah well, let's talk about our beverages matt what did uh, what did we end up deciding on
1: all right well we decided against getting uh any kind of beer because you don't like them
0: well, not just that. It was. It also was, you know, it's It's a matter of trying to get the same kind of stuff where you are and, and where I was. If there was yes. a beer called the Twin Dilemma, I would totally have just bought yes.
1: it. Well, it's also 10.30 in the morning, so.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> so instead.
1: Instead, we went to 7-Eleven and got Slurpees. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, uh, 7-Eleven, as you might know, are numbers, <laughs> which ties into the mathematical aspect of it.
1: I like that. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, before we went to the 7-Eleven, we spent a lot of time filling in little boxes.
0: Yes. In our in our matching gr- red and green sweaters. That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, based on that, I got a combination of I get a green and red Slurpee.
0: Mm. Uh, and I I got the same one that I always get, which is cola flavored and, and cherry flavored.
1: Right. I'm sure yours tastes good. <laughs> yes, it does. It quite <laughs> yeah, mine tastes like shit. <laughs>
0: well, you got the you got the skin of evil Slurpee, so that ties in nicely. Yep.
1: Skin we of sh- evil probably would have tasted better.
0: We shed all the evil flavors into your Slurpee.
1: (laughs) These aren't evil flavors. This is just dandruff.
2: Hmm.
1: What What a gross thing to do to me. Ew. I thought we were friends. Uh, When did you think that?
2: I got a Slurpee that tasted of uh, minced beef and ice cream. I got those two flavors. (laughs) Wow. Those are like, that's like Harry Potter land. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it
1: is
0: England, so. Yeah, that's true. Slurpees, for, for those of you who don't live in... North America are just ice drinks. Yes, with, they're magic.
4: With, uh, magic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's just
0: chopped ice and and some kind of flavored syrup. It's not uh...
1: magic.
0: All right, it's magic.
1: <laughs> oh, and I also picked a purple straw to go with uh, the doctor's stupid wardrobe. I'm pretty sure there's purple in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> He's got a cat pin.
1: He does have a cat pin that tops the whole thing rope. off.
0: He's wearing this ridiculous, loud, you know, crazy outfit where the pants don't match the shirt and don't match the jacket. And then a little silver pin with a cat. Not really sure what that was about. Is that Does that symbolize something beyond a cat? Or It,
1: it looked like it was supposed to. Like, they do a dramatic, uh, like, zoom into it so you get a hmm. real good look at it. Right. Apparently the cat like...
2: was supposed to represent a cat who walks by itself through time or something like that. I don't know. This was apparently a thing. I must have missed I that episode. Of Red War. <laughs> Did he walk himself? Colin, out I for saw the Colin Baker mention it when he was on some show once.
0: Mm. See now, Colin Beans Baker smart. seems he seems like a decent enough actor. Mm-hmm. It just seems like they gave him really just awful things to do.
1: Like that was uh, that was one of the, like I like him a lot. I thought he was doing a good job playing a real prick.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and then and then shifting on a dime and becoming not not at all an unlikable person, yeah. and then being a little scared and like he covered all the emotional ground really well. I
1: yes, he had all sorts of emotions.
0: Yep, <laughs> the,
1: you know, I, uh, nice. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Was now I see one of those that have had have gone on to do sort of expanded universe stuff, uh, sort of like the Eighth Doctor, where you you discover there's more to him than what you saw on the screen. Like, yeah, that was actually be
2: him. a good actor. He, he's he's done a lot of audios. Mm. Were are they good? good? Well, They are good, mm. and I'm not sure if it's because they've toned him down a bit, or mm-hmm. it's because we can't see his costume.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it could be two things. He's, yeah. he's regarded amongst one of the fans' favourites, isn't he, amongst the big Finnish audios?
2: Yeah.
0: Really? That's nice. It's So it's nice that he's obviously not very well-favoured in his TV appearances, and he got a chance mm. to redeem himself.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he's got, yeah. He was,
0: from. he was, wasn't he sort of the main of the three in uh, the five-ish Doctors, that special they did?
2: Wasn't yeah, he, he the main he, one he that was... he was the one that took up the most space, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> but he's not the one that aged the worst. The other, uh, shit, I don't remember which one. What,
2: Sylvester McCoy? I, that may have been him. Or That's Peter still... Davison.
0: It was Peter Davison. That's what it was because I saw him in that Children in Need special a couple of years ago, and he looked a little older. And then in this thing, he looked—he's like he suddenly aged twenty years in the last five.
2: Really? I think I think the six has aged the worst. Really? Yeah, because they're always—they were talking about you know getting them into the fiftieth anniversary thing, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. well, you can't really play the same parts you did.
0: No, and it doesn't make sense that you've aged because you've regenerated since then.
1: <laughs> See. Like, I would have been fine. Like, I don't care if they had done that. I would have loved to have seen them all in in it anyway. You know, recast the guys who are dead. But,
0: uh. (laughs) Yeah, the guy they got to play William Hartnell in that, uh, in that little documentary or, you know, docudrama Mm. was actually really good. Like, they could have gotten him to just play The First Doctor.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's the 50th anniversary of a TV show. Not many TV shows get to do that.
0: Certainly not, not cult. No. TV shows that were made for children in the first place. No,
1: you g- get your guys together, man. People want to see that.
0: And well, but that's what that 5 ish doctors thing I'm talking about was. They got I think except for 9, obviously. Right. <laughs> they got all the like <laughs> yeah. all the living ones together, even even if just briefly.
2: Well, that's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, they were all together. yeah, they got them all mm. yeah. except the fourth.
1: Well, he was in uh, He was in the actual episode, at least.
0: And they did a joke about him. They, Do you want to call Tom? No. Do you want to call Tom? No. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently,
2: they did ask him three times, but they got no reply to him. So then eventually, uh, they decided just to use that joke.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a it good was joke. Better. Yeah. And that's... I think I said this last time. Even though I'm not a huge Doctor Who fan, I really get into the whole legacy of it. Yeah. And that's why I, I did enjoy all that 50th anniversary stuff, even though I'm not, you know a diehard fan it was like wow you guys have been around forever this is great this yeah. is so you know respectful to the to the legacy and i don't know i just i think i think all that stuff turned out really well
1: it reminds it's a lot yeah, like yeah. Uh, what i used to like about uh, dc comics it's got it's that long that long history you know
0: right Exactly. The, it occurs to me that Star Trek's fiftieth anniversary is coming up in uh, twenty sixteen, which is yep. only like two years and a bit away. It's mm-hmm. not that not that long from now, unless
1: you're listening in to it to this in twenty sixteen. In which case, right. hey.
0: In which case, we've probably <laughs> done two more crossovers. So go listen to those.
2: Yeah. Unless <laughs> you're listening in twenty sixteen, in which case, God, wasn't that movie awful? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh. I just and saw that it got Colin Baker in. Is <laughs> <Was Armas> really?
3: <laughs> they did film that way? Where did they get Katsuka? Colin Baker to play Armus? Who
2: wrote this thing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Perry. I don't know. Armis has a certain feckless charm.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he's pretty feck. <laughs> so,
2: feckful. I'm a yeah. skin of fecklessness. But anyway, I can't help but notice we're not talking about the twin dilemma for some reason. We sure oh, so are. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: okay. I don't know why that would be. So the so the main reason I can see that this was bad was because the doctor was just a completely unlikable prick. That,
2: it wasn't
1: bad. Was the fact that he's a psychopath, well, right?
0: But I mean, that can't be the only reason that people don't like it. It's it's I probably know, got it's, to do with. And the twins. The twins, yes. The twins could have completely not even been in it, and it would have been exactly the same story.
2: Yeah, they should have just called it The Dilemma. Right. What they did was, right, we'll get children to be in it, which you're Mm. already limiting the amount, you know, the good actors you can get. Mm -hmm. Oh, and And then then you narrow narrow it down to twins. That's even (laughs) better. Yes. (laughs) They're probably literally the only twin actors available.
1: And, like, there's no reason to have to limit yourself to twins. It could just be some kid. But they yeah, wanted to have these weird color-coordinated kids spinning around in chairs.
3: But they just well, wanted like to a... call it the twin dilemmas. Maybe they bought the word twin and not to use it.
2: There you <laughs> go. So the word twin is now owned by BBC. It came the BBC played handsomely <laughs> for the word twins.
0: I mean, I, That's I, I why they know. made that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. What, the BBC made that? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm trying to picture Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to do an English
2: accent. That's how, could, that's how they could afford I am from England. What happened was Arnold Schwarzenegger bought the word twin off, uh, off the BBC, and that's why they could afford to do the 2005 Doctor Who.
0: Ah, that makes
2: sense. He bought it for his brother, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the whole premise of, of twins was that all the good genes went into the one twin and all the bad genes went into the other one. Oh, my God, you're right. So that is basically Armus.
1: Danny DeVito was the Armus of, I so guess, twins. here.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then DeVito. he played the penguin as Armus, basically. <laughs> and,
0: yeah. Well, at least I don't have blood gushing out of my nose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm Phil's hand, remember me? <laughs>
0: I just I, when I think back, I've seen the twin dilemma twice now. I still don't think of the twins. It's that part of it just completely gets blocked out because it was so insignificant to the story. Mm-hmm. I, I th- think it's just, just they might have, well, have part not even been in something. there. Yeah. But but I mean, is that one of those things that the fan like? Is that another reason why this is a, a not very well liked episode?
2: Probably that. It's just not good. Because
0: they're, well, I mean, I know that. I don't know. Amanda watched it with me, and she said she's seen equally equally bad or worse episodes of Doctor Who than this. And she's a huge fan of old Doctor Who.
1: Honestly, if I was going to analyze this for, like, like, the worst thing about it is just the Doctor being a psychopath. Because everything else is pretty sta- – like, I mean, I actually quite like all of the makeup work on this one. Like, the aliens all look kind of cool for – well, you know.
0: right. It's like I said, they get they definitely get inventive for the budget yeah. that they have.
2: That's like, the that slug monster is goofy as shit, but he looks good. That's the thing we're watching uh, our Patrick Tratton stories that we're doing now, the second Doctor. Is even mm-hmm. if the stories are bad, you've got him, you know, to, to entertain charming. you yeah, right. during it. But right. with this one, you, you can't even rely on the Doctor to be. No.
0: <laughs> well, and Perry's not. Not strong enough to handle it. She's just a victim the entire time. Yeah,
2: that made me feel really lousy because
1: I like I like her.
0: Yeah, she's not just because she has huge
1: tits. (laughs) (laughs) But um like I like her, but she never stands up to him. Like I can't like you'd think that would be a real important character thing for her is to finally stop taking his shit and like you know, stand up to him, but she never does. All she does is just sort of simper and complain.
0: And, and then, then cries an when she thinks yeah. he's dead. And
1: when he explodes, she thinks that he's. She starts crying, which doesn't make any sense. He tried to strangle her, and like she forgives him for strangling her almost right away. What or is happening? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then the doctor tells her off for, uh, after straight after that, doesn't he? Yes. She says, if All I were right, you, why I wouldn't have felt like that. I've just tried to kill you.
1: I tried to kill you this morning. Why would you be sad that I'm dead? I, and she's just like, I don't know what's happening anymore.
0: <laughs> How much time did she spend with the Fifth Doctor? Like, was she really attached to him, or has she just shown she up, She was
2: with him for three epistories. Really? No, 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 two.
0: So they don't even have this deep connection. I was thinking, well, maybe she just spent years and years with the Fifth Doctor, and that's, you know, she just has a hard time adjusting to this new one. But no, they don't even know each other that well then.
2: Yeah, she's just written for two stories. But Wow. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but, but the big Finnish people who do the audio have uh, shoved in so many stories with the Fifth Doctor and Perry in between those two stories.
0: Mm. <laughs> Were they really particularly well liked, or just the actors are available?
2: <laughs> the actors are available. <laughs> but they are liked, but, you know, it's just it's, as many combinations as you can get. Right. I, uh,
1: I wanted to do a little research, because when we did... Um, the last one. I wanted to check in and sort of see what happened to uh, Ace after we finished up. Um, mm-hmm. So I went back to see sort of what happened to Perry. Uh-huh.
0: Jesus Christ! Oh, well, go ahead, spoil it. So
1: there's like I think five alternate versions of her. Mm-hmm. Half of them are
0: dead. So two and a half of them are dead. <laughs> one
1: of them, like one of them was ambassador to somewhere and then died. Also, I kept seeing a penguin.
2: <laughs> Oh right, you're right. Yeah, right. In the, so, in the TV sh- 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 show, uh, we it was part of a trial, and we were seeing video of, of a story, and it was being interrupted. You know, mm. and so she in that version, she died. She, her brain was taken out, and an alien brain was put in. <laughs> wow. It was evil, and then it was killed, and that's her dead. But then at the end of and that was her gonna be her how she died, and then the end of that fourteen part. Uh, oh God! Trial. <laughs> we could have given you that fourteen-part trial. The the doctor was told that was uh, because of the it wasn't really how it happened, and she'd actually got married inexplicably to Brian Blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly a fate um, and, worse than death, and become his fair queen. <laughs> Yeah. I bike. will say
1: this is a good thing she liked being shouted at then
2: <laughs> but yes in the comics there was the, this ex-doctor this had a companion called Frobisher, who was a shape changing penguin who, that sounds a, amazing. who basically got stuck in the, in the shape of a penguin <laughs> so
0: like the TARDIS is stuck in the shape of a, a police box
2: yeah. oh, which is Christ. the same they never had that in the actual show that sounds amazing
0: <laughs> yeah it kind of does and that's that's the thing like I, I know I keep trying to say your show is magic and you can do whatever you want but really <laughs> that's the thing I sort of ad- admire about it because Star Trek couldn't do that.
2: No nope. well, it could. Armus could easily become a penguin.
0: Yeah, but Armus wouldn't then go on adventures in time and space with someone
2: <laughs> as a penguin. As a penguin? Hey, going on adventures in time and space as a penguin. <laughs> Eggs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wanted to talk a little about Perry's American accent, which I actually was fooled by when she's just sort of normal conversational. It's just when she tries to emote, that's when I can really tell. Like when she gets angry or sad, which is the entire episode. <laughs> now, the first few things she said, I was like, oh, they got an American companion. That's pretty cool. And then she and talks
1: to him and they're like, what oh. part of America are you from?
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, it's like if she ever said America, she would say America. Yes. Things like that. Just, just, you know.
1: I just came here from America. I sure (laughs) did enjoy taking the
2: lift. And then she starts singing Christmas in here. (laughs) (laughs) For all of you. (laughs) I've been listening to that because it's been Christmas and that's the only Christmas song I have.
0: (laughs) Could be so much worse. Yes. Could be so very, very much worse. I would like to hear
1: American Perry singing uh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time.
0: <laughs> Which was written by an Englishman. That's hardly fair.
1: Yeah. The mood is
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit's up. Oh, God. I heard a Spanish Christmas song this week. That oh, was terrible. What <laughs> was it called? I can't remember. It's, it, the lyrics, it's just like, I wish you a Merry Christmas on repeat. And oh, then,
0: uh, Feliz Navidad. That's the one. Oh, my In America, God, yeah. yeah. Yep. I believe that is... Um,
3: it's the first time I've heard it this week. <laughs>
0: if I'm not mistaken, that is uh, that guy with the ridiculous name. Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. No, uh, Engelbert <laughs> Humperdinck. Or
1: sure the Penguin.
0: No, H- Jose Feliciano. <laughs> I am mistaken. I thought Jose but, Feliz Navidad. Oh, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, that is a that is one of those
0: songs that there's literally two lyrics to, and they just repeat them over. And
1: over. Yeah, Be Glad You Don't Work Where I Work, where they
2: play it every, uh, I think we're up to three minutes now.
0: Ah, very nice.
2: <laughs> so it's a lot right. like a scene from Twin Dilemma, then.
0: Yes, very exactly. So. Look, at that, look at that smooth segue there. It's very good.
2: <laughs>
0: so at, at the end, they leave this... Uh, there, there's actually a nice little America versus England thing because it, the lieutenant, lieutenant, mm-hmm. they do that a couple of times, which I actually thought was kind of funny. Um, they, they just leave him in charge and, uh-huh. and fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, so they tear down the government and then the doctor's just like, all right, I think we're done here.
0: <laughs> uh, my friend, I'm going to leave my friend in charge here. So no, long. He
1: volunteers. He's like, uh, actually, Doctor, I'd like to stay here with my
2: little gun and
1: uh, you know maybe run the place a little bit. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know so little gun. Us, that-
2: I've got nothing to go back to Earth for.
1: I I, <laughs> normally, this is the part where I'd volunteer to be your new companion, but uh, you're kind of a dickhole, so I think I'll stay here with these crow yeah. people instead.
0: He's the only he's armed with a thing that took him twenty minutes to get his shoes free from some goo. It's not a very good weapon.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, in the land of the gunless bird people, the guy with one gun is king. That's actually how their uh, that's actually how their democracy
2: works. So. Oh, very nice. 20 minutes yeah. later, he ended up dead.
0: <laughs> is that what happens in the audios or just in your mind?
2: In my mind. No, there was ah. five versions of them, and
1: one of them was dead, and one of them was a penguin.
2: <laughs> and one of them me married Brian Blessed. <laughs> so Brian
0: Blessed is just making out
2: all over the place.
1: Yes, with various people. <laughs>
0: with various people. Uh, any, any further things? I, I, I
1: wanted to talk briefly about, uh, I was doing a little back. Uh, or I was doing a little research on this too. Apparently they wanted they wanted to trick England into thinking the chick that plays Perry actually was American.
0: Oh yeah, I know the actress herself went on uh, talk shows and, and claimed to be American.
1: Yes, I grew up in America. <laughs> Where? Did, uh, they, uh,
2: Denver? They, they kind of did that with Tegan, who was Australian, but she wasn't.
4: <laughs>
2: so Jeez. weird. Uh, but, I mean, but 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 it was t- but it was the actress Janet fielder who played tegan who tried mm. to convince the producer she was australian um, <laughs> yes goodbye didgeri do what where you from australia you from uh denver
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh koala dola suredon all right that checks out least never, never, Dad. No, my uncle's from there. <laughs>
2: oh, so you're pretend you're Australian, not... too. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're not from Scotland at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, of course, the episode does end exactly the way I say, with with um, what's-his-name looking directly into the camera and saying, I'm the Doctor, whether you like it or not.
2: Well, not not directly into the camera. That was well, the, p- That was the story before. Okay. But Where still, he just regenerated and looked directly into the camera. And it's said, still very uh, clear that
0: he's telling the audience, yeah. <laughs> "Fuck you! I don't care if you like me or not." Yeah.
1: <laughs> Guess what? I'm not going anywhere. Oh crap! They fired me.
2: Well, he's he's there for two years. Oh really? And then uh, when he when he regenerates into Sylvester McCoy, they just put a blonde curly wig on Sylvester McCoy <laughs> and get and do the regeneration that way. Nice. Oh, that's no, right, because
1: was... he was so mad that they'd uh, they'd fired him.
2: Yeah, he said he would come back to do one story, but he wouldn't just regenerate at the start. Mm. You know, he wouldn't come in just to regenerate. Right,
0: and that's all they wanted. So, now is Colin Baker related to Tom Baker? No, no. No, is they're just the both one? bakers. Yes, a lot of a lot of bakers. Very baker heavy.
1: I made some bread for you. <laughs> but you can't have any, cause fuck you. <laughs> I can't count to
0: 12. I always do 13 instead.
2: I made some breadfruit, but I'm going to eat it and not get fat. I'm going to throw it on the
0: floor so no one can You're it. Too, oh, too stupid to enjoy it.
2: <laughs>
3: <fat>. <laughs>
0: okay. There was, there was another didn't...
2: bit where the bird people get into the, managed to get into the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. And then the next time you see them, the guy with They're a crappy gun gets them out of the TARDIS like two minutes up. What was, the, what was the point of them going in there?
0: Well, yeah, I I covered that briefly in my synopsis where it took them a really long time to even find the TARDIS.
2: No. <laughs> Were they just trying to pod the episode? It,
0: it feels like they needed to, to, to give them. the doctor time to do his thing, and so the other characters had to just go away for a while. I should have
1: borrowed the doctor's keys and then just hit the uh, the door open button over and over again until they could follow the beeping sound. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. I, uh, that's, that's pretty much all I had. What about you, man? I
1: think that's everything I wanted to touch on.
0: Very well. Um, it's like,
1: again, yeah. I, the episode itself was bad, but I enjoyed, like, I, enj- I guess I really enjoy sort of the universe I, of Doctor Who Yeah, I think you bit. like
0: that world. I think yeah. you like the, just the weird, you know, here's monsters planting <laughs> slug eggs that will explode with their sun. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was a, that was a great sort of cheesy, pulpy kind of monster plot. I did like that. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't the have worked point as
2: well was... if they'd just gone to a warehouse and stolen a thousand microwaves. Right, exactly.
3: All <laughs> posted them in all raw mail around the universe. <laughs> then they would have to, gotten lost. To or... the sun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just
0: one to each sun. That makes total sense.
2: They could have put them in that uh, nuclear missile that... Uh, Lex Luthor had in Superman 4 and then the su- Superman would have thrown it into the sun yeah. Advancing
0: to the Superman 4 references yeah. You
2: know what's, uh, you know what's I, great about Superman
1: 4? Nothing exactly.
0: <laughs>
2: Oh come on Lex
0: Luthor's nephew Lenny? Yeah. <laughs> That's oh great no. stuff man Oh no <laughs> Okay uh, Matt you got a quote?
1: I do indeed have a
0: quote Here is my quote But oh, Where's the mucus? <laughs> Very nice <laughs> I thought so. Mine is not even really that funny, but we both just started laughing at it a lot. I think it's the delivery. It's it's definitely the delivery.
2: We've made that possible. Our
0: genius has been abused. Our genius has been exploited. <laughs> that combined
1: with the fact that the twins actually look like what I imagine Nick looks like, so.
2: <laughs> Twin Nick.
1: Oh, oh, God. Hello, Winikins. There's uh, two of me.
0: And the fact that the guy, the old guy that was with them, had a had a butler named Edgeworth. Yep. <laughs> Very good, sir. I mean, yeah, you, you basically got that same setup there. And now so the inventions
1: the next... of twins and Edw- Edgeworth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> next is the next plot for Nick and Wilkins is going to be a twin. Uh. Oh
0: no! <laughs> now, thankfully, we already did that.
2: Here we go again. <laughs>
0: So, I was reading, apparently, Edgeworth was supposed to be an old friend of the Doctor's that we'd previously seen, but the writer fucked it up. Really? Do you, yeah, it was something along those lines where they tried to say that he'd met him before, and it turns out that there's no way he could have the way he wrote it, or something yeah. something along those lines. Well, the writer was trying be... to be clever and failed. As, as <laughs> <one of the laughs> Tom,
2: it would have been Tom Baker at the time. Because
0: mm-hmm. well, he says he's regenerated twice since he saw him last. Yeah. But yeah, apparently... Apparently the the writer was trying to be clever with it and, and failed horribly. But um, that you know, that's that sounds about right given the rest of the episode.
2: But you can't imagine Tom Bigger's doctor just getting right royally pissed, can't you? Or drunk, as you may know. Um yeah, I can actually. Hmm. Or rather,
0: I'm just picturing Tom Baker getting drunk. Maybe not the actual character.
2: <laughs> or, or rather, I'm just picturing Tom Baker, which seems like he's drunk.
0: Right. He does, doesn't he? A little bit, but in, in a fun way. Yes. A, you know, not in a, like alcoholic beat your kids way, and just no, sort no, of no. A fun, life
2: life. your companion with Right. It's exactly. Like who wants a hug?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like a lovable drunk.
2: Yes. Like the Gavs. Come
0: here, I love you. Come. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Tom Baker.
1: <laughs> is,
0: that, is that how we know?
1: Yes. Very it well. Doesn't even have an English accent. Just I'm Tom Baker.
3: I'm Captain Picard.
1: I got stuck in my scarf. <laughs> I'm sad now.
0: Are there are there any further points that you two feel we should be covering? Because I feel like we got most of it. But uh... no, no, nothing else. I can't
2: Very think well. of anything that's not being covered. Alright. You just can't think of anything, can
1: you? Oh well, one want... one last thing
2: yes. before we go.
1: <laughs> I love that the first thing the doctor does when he decides to go into exile is say he has to find a cave to live in. Ah, <laughs> Where yes. on earth will <laughs> do- the doctor ever find a cave? <laughs>
3: did you did you want to talk about the science in it? Uh not particularly yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How likely are giant slugs to to exist? uh, So none. None (laughs) likely. Well, it's not like the giant
0: insect thing with the uh, exoskeletons that can't support, you know, like there's no bones. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, that's the real reason we didn't like this. We didn't like the web planet because there were insects in it, and we didn't like this because there was a giant slug. Ugh, Um, so gross. We just hate insects and slugs.
1: Well, slugs, I can understand. They just
3: like, like they're snails, so dude. gross, man. Slugs and snails can fuck right off. <laughs>
1: yes! Thank you!
0: <laughs> you know, that's good eating for some people.
3: No! Why? I'll eat I them. just I always go back to the... Uh, cooked in garlic. No, I'm fine eating them.
0: <laughs> with enough garlic, I'll eat anything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: eat Armis with enough garlic. Uh,
3: well, then fuckers eat me. I, so. I can't believe them. I can't believe I'm still being eaten. <laughs> oh no. Well,
2: presumably it's just like chicken skin. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that suddenly seemed. That, that made it seem more disgusting to me for some reason, and no, it was meant to, to be less.
1: Yeah, and I've eaten chicken skin.
0: Yes, many times.
1: Yeah.
2: Chicken skin All is right. the best. Yes. Right? Yes, it is.
0: Just throw the rest of
2: the chicken away. Just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> just skin the chicken and let it wander around.
0: Yep. Skinless. Cruelty free that way, right?
2: <laughs> that sure, sounds cruelty
0: well, I free. Want. I like that. Cruelty <laughs> <laughs> free poetry. All right, we got some mail here to answer. Um, we did indeed. Do you guys have any for uh, for DTT? We we've been accumulating it for like the past twelve weeks or however long it's been since we last did a supplemental. So uh. no,
3: nobody wants to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you answer yours
0: as you go, so that's you know that's different. Very well. This will be very start. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I write so to you sad. from time to time. That was so sad. He's lying. It's fine. <laughs> uh so this so the mail's definitely going to have a bit of a Star Trekky slant to it then. So uh here we go. Let's see. This one comes from Stephen Kennett and he says hi Algar and possible guest. Well there's two guests, Stephen.
4: Yeah. Hello.
0: You root jerk. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're a lovely person. How are you? You're I'm a <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh, I'm still feeling a little doctor there. I want to strangle this guy, then I want to, you know, hug him. Then I'm scared of him.
1: And then I want to throw a potion at him. Right, a potion.
0: Yes! Uh, he says, quick question. Is the Traveler a Q? If he is, that could explain why the Continuum was so interested in humans, especially the Enterprise, since a human, Wesley, was evolving into a Traveler or a Q. Since the Qs are time-traveling beings, they know what humanity becomes. Maybe they traveled back to when the first Q started evolving to teach Wesley how to become a Q or even a beta Q. At the end, is that what Q is telling Picard? That's why they're testing humanity to push them to evolve and worthy to join the continuum or form the continuum? (gasps) Why? If you could travel back in time and teach yourself the skills you use now, your early shows would be great and you could only improve from there. Then travel back in time again. Rinse, repeat, and then you too are a Q. Yeah, I... I'm not sure I want to live in a universe where a guy who kills a guy gets supreme dominion <laughs> over space and time. I,
1: I'm trying to follow along you with this, and I just guy? keep getting headaches.
0: I killed a guy? When did I kill a guy?
2: You, you strangled that companion. Oh, no, we're yeah. not. <laughs> you strangled that Wesley.
0: Oh, well, he did kill a guy. That was self-defense. <laughs> That's true. What were you going to say, Matt?
1: I don't remember now. <laughs> I, pop- I got kind of lost in this... Uh, I think, I think he's just trying to say the
0: Travelers and Qs are the same, and that's mm. why the Traveler has such interest in Wesley's, because he's going to become a Q. Well,
2: can I, I answer his uh, first question? Yes. Is a Traveler a Q? Uh-huh. Uh, no. He's a Traveler. <laughs> that sort of negates the rest of the questions, then. Well, my my, uh,
1: my only question is, if the traveler Traveler's a Q and he can look like anything, why would he look like that? <laughs>
0: that's a good
2: point. Why would he, why would he look like a brony? <laughs>
0: Uh, this question comes from English Gav and he says damn it I have apparently missed the supplemental question submit date haven't I Yes <laughs> apparently
2: have you just answered your own
3: question <laughs> Yes you, you like <laughs> doing that don't you do The you, actual you, question was Oh out of all of TNG what is your most memorable quote
2: oh um yeah, yeah, don't send it in so they have time to think about it. Just, just yeah. post them live on air. That's what I'm doing.
0: Well, there's the ones that we've repeated a lot because they're so terrible, they're funny. Like uh,
1: I scared Jordy.
0: Or they'll, they'll have sex at the drop of a hat. Any hat. Um, as far as serious quotes, I don't know. There are four lights is a pretty solid one. I'm a big
1: Let's fan of. Uh, this brings an end to your little trek through the stars. I'm not as much a fan of that. One. <laughs> I am. I like
2: that.
0: I, I do like your entire species started in this puddle of goo. <laughs> I even made a reference to that in my. Uh, I my In
2: your summary. I like the, uh, a plot
3: applied to civil war. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. Mm-hmm.
0: That's another one we use a lot.
3: Those are separate. M- mine's a wolf quote. Is it? Yeah. What is it? Shh. I'm not sure what episode it is.
1: <laughs> I totally thought you were just saying, Atch.
2: <laughs> I
1: loved when Worf said, Ach. Yeah.
2: But what did he what say? What ah. did he say? What did he say? say? Yeah. Go.
3: Go. You can do this. Come on. Do it. Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, if uh, if winning isn't important, then why keep score?
0: Thank you. Uh, That's not a bad one, that's actually. That's good. I don't remember. I do remember the quote because I can I can hear it in my head like Michael Dorn saying it. My favorite
3: uh, Warf quote? quote
1: is "I took fourth place." <laughs> <laughs>
2: my favorite fourth quote is "I scare Jordy." <laughs>
0: <laughs> favorite Warf quote is "Alexander shamed his family by stealing a small plastic <laughs> <on his floor."> <laughs> <laughs> Which which like "Beam me up, Scotty," and I'm not going back, Jim. Never actually said.
1: No, I lied. That's my favorite line. <laughs> Uh, and, of course, my favorite Alexander line is, ow, stop.
0: <laughs> no, father, not again.
2: <laughs> ah, so what you're saying is Perry from the Twin Dilemma is Alexander. Poor Alexander. easily swapped. Poor Perry, <laughs> what a horrible thing. <laughs> and now you can just imagine the six doctors strangling Alexander.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why, are you still, little... <laughs> I, I've stopped looking down his shirt now, though. That's the yeah. thing.
1: Probably for the best.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, next one comes from John Wiggins. Uh, subject, Odo. Why he has limited transforming abilities. Yeah, let's see here. I always figured since he has no idea where he came from, he must suffer from memory loss and thus has limited objects he can transform to. I, I don't... I can't... I, did he get amnesia? Uh, <laughs> Are we in that I kind was of a show? The, where I always like, thought the idea that dude, he couldn't
1: remember where he was from was because he was so young when it happened.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't think that he lost his memory. I don't think he had any memory. Yeah. I don't think get we're amnesia on... though. On Star Trek?
2: Well, in that uh, TNG episode, they all had limited amnesia. Oh right, with well, what's true. his face? Uh... Clue? No, not clues. Yes, yeah, good old Clue.
0: Good old uh, Kieran McDuff. There you go. Yeah. That's one of those names like berlinghoff Rasmussen that I just can't forget. <laughs> No, I don't know. I mean, I just, DS9's not that kind of show where someone hits their head and forgets their entire past. or But you know, also hates all women, so. Sudden, yeah, suddenly their evil twin wakes up out of a coma, or, you know, not quite that kind of show.
3: Well, in a recent DS9 episode, we just covered, didn't Odo say that they don't really grow up. That is true.
0: Yeah, that's that's what he told so, uh, Loxana, that yeah. he just became what he is now from what he yeah. was before. Or something. I
3: presume yeah. he just spent most of his time with Kardashians, and he just really hasn't had the time to practice or something.
0: Or maybe it just doesn't matter to him. Maybe, yeah. you know, oh, this is yeah. good enough. People get the idea. Yeah. This is where my yeah. eyes are. This is where my mouth is. Shut you know out. what?
2: It's fine. Yep. Yeah, because later on, whenever he meets the people who he... Is friends with? Uh, it's friends. It's <laughs> friends oh <my> with. <laughs> <laughs> they find out that he, uh, he he hasn't really, you know, done much shape-changing.
1: No, there's and actually... there's other a, There's a whole arc where he starts uh, working out in his quarters to become a better shapeshifter. It's just right. lazy. Yes, there you go.
0: So is he a gaff?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So, so he's a calf.
1: Mm-hmm. I think, no, because then he... needs to turn
3: into a liquid every 16 hours. It's just lazy. <laughs> Man, I wish
0: I could turn into a liquid
3: every 16 hours.
2: I'm going to sleep. (laughs) Where his arm has to turn into Odo every 16 hours. (laughs) Hey, guys, Um,
4: I quark. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Next one comes from Michael Woodhead. He says, uh, he thanks me for recommending some good uh, Star Trek books. Well, you're welcome. And sorry, I'm I'm trying to paraphrase here. Uh, you have tempted me to write some of my own reviewing type coverage of sci-fi. Uh, just text, though. Currently thinking of what to cover first as a tester. Also something I, which I loved and think has a bad rep, Jerry Anderson's Space Precinct. Maybe I'm remembering it fondly as I was young. The intro tells you all you need to know. Is this a
2: show you guys are familiar with? I'm aware of it because yeah, this guy's from the I UK, so a few episodes. Is it
0: yeah. terrible?
3: I don't remember it being terrible. <laughs> you don't remember, yeah, but you, don't remember being you don't remember Stargate being terrible either. So. <laughs> Stargate was never terrible. It was. I watched it for two series.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I, he's asking for advice on uh, on how to do this sort of thing that we do, and I think something you love that has a bad rap isn't a bad place to start. No, I prefer working with, like... Like when I do my cartoon things, I things that I know aren't very good, but I have sort of a sentimental attachment anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we're we're doing something now that covers both of those. I would say, yeah, Star because- Trek can be amazing, and it can be just really, really awful. Yeah, and I think you guys have the same thing going on with with Doctor Who.
2: Yeah, very much so.
0: And mm-hmm. uh, and and it's great because anyone who listens to you for more than a week realizes, oh, you you don't hate this. You just you hate it when it's bad. Yeah. We we there's one person who started listening to the show. I guess they met us in Portland, which was very cool. And um, they were leaving comments on the website like, you why do you, why do you do this? You clearly don't like Star Trek. Like <laughs> no, we we love Star Trek. I we must be doing this wrong if people think that
1: we we wouldn't have done this for four years or however the hell long we've been doing this if we didn't like Star Trek. Yeah, we have better things to do. I could be playing video games. There's a new Batman <laughs> game out that I haven't beaten yet.
2: Apparently no, uh, isn't.
1: Would be greatest. Uh, So far, it's okay. <laughs> I get to beat up guys and break their hands. It's fucking awesome.
2: Are you playing the Six Doctor? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I just want to see that curly hair sticking out of the bat cowl. Oh my god, that would be awesome.
2: <laughs> no, he
3: keeps and it under there pin. just like Spider-Man.
2: Oh
0: god, how does that work?
3: If I can download an alternate chicken costume for him. There you go. <laughs> And skin it.
0: Mm, chicken
3: skin. This chicken costume is
1: delicious.
0: <laughs> this guy also says if you're if you're ever invited to a con in England, well, we're not really invited to cons. We're not quite that big yet, but uh, that'd be nice. Or attempted to go, let me know. Well, I'm letting you know. I am tempted to go to England. Yes,
2: I would love to go to England.
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially since the Gav gave me cola cubes and now. And we have real hotel.
2: chocolate as well. Yeah. So I've heard. I've been enjoying
1: your uh, daily struggles with American candy.
2: I didn't realize it would be quite so popular. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying, I'm eating this chocolate. Yeah, you're you're leaving us wanting more because you
0: don't actually tell us what you think of it.
2: (laughs) I find it's better that way. I've run out anyway. That doesn't mean I want more. Oh, you're getting more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I know what I'm mailing to you.
2: Yeah. (laughs) No!
0: (laughs) And it's a gift, so you have to be polite and eat it. (laughs)
1: just open the door to a giant wooden crate full of (laughs) M&Ms.
0: I don't know. In general, though, would you guys have any particular... um, I I just wanted to approach this in sort of a broad sense. You've been doing this for two years. We've been doing it for three. Mm. Do you have any advice for people who want to do this kind of thing? I I know I went a little serious here, but really, (laughs) I, I get this question from time to time. How do you stick with it? How do you get the format so smooth? How do you make it sound so conversational?
3: practice yeah <laughs> basically <laughs> we practice yeah we
2: we we record. we we have the microphone but don't, don't turn it on um <laughs> just you, do it with someone who you are fine talking with <laughs> you know, i you love almost you, des- you like i you mean, love yeah, you yeah, desperately I'm trying from, not I'm to say that in front of him, him. But, yep well do, do it with a friend there we go do no, with
3: call it. your friend do it just with make the person sure you're enjoying what you're doing yeah. what you want to do. Yeah, well, that's just it's just advice for everything, really. Isn't yeah. It? Well,
0: yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Even even when we watch bad episodes, it's still fun yeah. to it's, tear it's, them yeah, apart. It's
2: still, the characters, still the, the characters you like, still the, you know... And know sort of stick it to space. it.
0: There's almost always something there to like, which is why we do the good thing, bad thing. Because mm-hmm. even in the worst episode, there's almost always something we can find that isn't completely terrible. Yeah.
1: And getting the formula down, that you've got to work at. If you go back to our early... Uh, uh, oh
0: yeah, the first episodes of the the original series yeah, we, we were still trying to
1: We didn't have any kind of uh
0: like you know, the way we would, we used to do it was we would watch and IM each other while we were watching Yeah. and just basically use those IMs as notes when we
2: recorded. Yeah. But we used to yeah, we used to we used to watch the episode first uh-huh. just before we were going to record and write the synopsis while we were watching the episode. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's saying. Like we didn't yeah. even
0: write them. We just sort of tried to Yeah. Wing. tried to form a, a, a synopsis on the notes that we yeah. had just made now, if
1: you go back, if you listen to my uh my off the cuff summary of the Mad trap terrible
0: <laughs> you 've got a particular one that just sits i hate with that you, huh? I
1: hate that one like i won 't listen to that
2: episode again because it 's so bad
0: i haven 't listened to anything well I mean I edit them, so I hear them twice mm-hmm. yeah but i' mean, but i, I haven
2: listen- 't listened to anything since it
0: was since 've edited it. I I can definitely say as an outsider that you guys have improved as as you go, and it's the mm-hmm. same reason. It's because you yeah. you practice your your well, chemistry I'm gets better. Changing the
2: format, well, yeah, slightly,
0: which is good. We yeah. do the same thing, and we do the same thing on our other show. It just it keeps it interesting, and it, it you figure out what works, and that's what you use. Yeah, so there's sort of a natural selection to it where. You have a lot of elements, and then you sort of weed it down to the ones that work, and then you Mm -hmm. grow those and make them better.
3: Mm -hmm. And then accidentally introduce new ones. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Also good. (laughs) Those are (laughs)
0: mutations.
3: And it also helps
2: the Doctor Who changes a lot anyway. Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, same with us in Star Trek. Like, we're never stuck with the same crew for more than a couple of years. We're always going to be able to move on to the next thing. So, I mean, as much as we complain about Voyager, it will end at some point. (laughs) (laughs) We
1: have to believe that.
0: And then Enterprise will be a new thing, even if that's again a bad show. It's it's something different. So there's that.
3: You know, I think I'll watch when we get to Enterprise. I'm not watching Voyager. <laughs> well, I mean, you've already done
1: that, so <laughs>
3: yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> on
1: you. <laughs> you paid your dues.
3: <laughs> I, I did enjoy a lot of uh, Enterprise. Uh, I don't think I finished it. I just, I think, cause I, the schedules or something. Uh, it, It just got lost in me watching. I don't think I actually watched the end of it. Yeah, that'll be my excuse, too. But you like (laughs) Storygate.
0: I only watched the first season or so of Enterprise, so really my my opinion isn't entirely formed yet. But I have a feeling it's not going to be very good. Just because it's run by the same people that ran Voyager.
2: Damn you, Braga! Yeah, But you've been surprised before. I have. I definitely have. Mm -hmm. uh, Series 3 of the original series.
0: Yeah. Yep. And seven. Yep. yep. Season seven cool. is the one that I thought was all bad. The, the the thing is, there were some of the worst episodes they did. I was right about that. Yeah, but, but the there episodes some quite were good. they were extinct. fucking great. Yeah, they were. It just it went to serious extremes in season seven. Yeah, I thought it was all bad before that. All right, moving forward uh, from Arissa, mm-hmm. and she says, "Hey, dudes, this is in regard to your Jordy, a writer. What?" but you went into a couple paragraphs after you went into the data equals Sherlock Holmes bit. So if data is Sherlock Holmes, who might Geordie be? That is a writer. So I, I guess what she's getting at is when we did the finale mm-hmm. and we did all good things, Geordie was a novelist and we were a little puzzled by that because it didn't yeah. really seem this like sort of something came to out be nowhere. into. And what she's saying is, well, if you're know, if you going with the Sherlock Holmes parallel, that data is Sherlock, therefore Geordie would be the other guy. What's... Yeah, mm-hmm. that's him. Uh, I personally doubt that the creators thought about Sherlock Holmes quite so much as the average Tumblr user does. Or
1: the average <laughs> me.
0: Yeah. But that said, that is a fine defense of that situation. She totally gets a no prize for that.
1: Yeah. No, I guess that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She says, anyway, I've been listening to you guys since sometime during the original series and I adore you greatly. Aww. I've even re-listened to your podcasts because they're like a warm fuzzy blanket while I'm doing art. Please continue being awesome. That's so I just, nice. Thank you. Yeah. I love getting mail like that. Aw. Aw. Uh, Do you need a minute, Matt? I think I do. Very well. Uh, Next one comes from our friend Dan. Oh, I'm not done
1: having my minute yet. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay, (laughs) go ahead.
0: Next one comes from our friend Dan from Australia. Uh, And he's got a couple of no prize type explanations here. All right. Uh, Why does Odo get knocked down but doesn't get up again (laughs) because nothing should keep him down? My theory is that Odo, having been around humans a lot and also being a terrible shape-changer, I mean, his own race make fun of him, have made himself as human as possible, meaning he can be knocked out because he makes a facsimile of brains in that area and thus has that human weakness. If only he went to shape-changer school, none of this would have happened.
4: Mm. Yeah, I buy that
1: as much as
2: anything.
0: Sort of what we talked about before, like when he becomes a human, just how human does he become?
2: Oh, so he doesn't want to spend the uh, effects budget too much.
0: Well, right. But, I mean, we've seen him at least once get hit with a rock and fall unconscious.
1: Get hit with a rock?
0: Well, that's what happened. Are <laughs> we sure he it.
1: got hit with a rock? Are we sure he didn't get hit with the <laughs> ground?
0: <laughs> well, I guess I'll have to go back and watch again and and, uh, and realize that it was the ground after all. It was
1: the ground. It was the ground.
0: <laughs> but in any case, he got knocked unconscious, and we're like, well, why are his brains in his head? That's silly. Was he
3: actually unconscious? Uh, yes. Is he just pretending?
0: Oh, that's true. He could have been. He could have just been pretending. Mm, Keep I, opening up one eye. If, if
3: I was human, I would have been knocked out. So I'm just going to lay down on the floor for a bit. This would be a good chance to take a nap. But when he takes a nap, he can it in my Yeah, I'm watching you, Quark.
0: He was in the Gamma Quadrant at that point. I don't think he was watching Quark.
1: I'm watching you, Quark.
0: <laughs> he left one of his eyes behind.
1: Yes, I'm making up things for you to do, Quark. <laughs>
0: And uh, Dan also has a theory as to why O'Brien was teaching school, but uh, I think it's funnier just to assume that Keiko made him.
1: (laughs) Get to work, Miles! Don't Uh, have enough to do. I'm trying to keep this place not falling apart.
0: (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Oh, boy. um, Keiko versus Armus. Who wins?
1: Uh, I don't think even even Armus can defeat Keiko. (laughs) <laughs> There's no ground hard
2: enough. Armus is Keiko. Of course! <laughs> Miles! <laughs> <laughs> he managed to get off the planet, and then took reform of Keiko just to just to annoy the people on TNG, but then he just decided to get married to O'Brien, and then every 16 hours become Odo. <laughs> wow. Things are getting complicated over on Deep Space Nine. <laughs> this is
0: I need one of those boards like the question had in the JLU cartoon that like connects all these little things.
1: Armist to aglets? What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Their real purpose is sinister.
1: And it's a body mind then?
2: of an autistic child, of course. Oh no.
0: Um this one comes from Brian, not our regular guest Brian, but another Brian. Uh, so when I first wrote in, I was worried I'd be able to keep up with the schedule of two DS9 episodes a week due to some slight downtime at work. I've now watched all the way through season four. I'm just amazed how this good, how good the show is. How could I have ignored it for so long? Uh, and he goes on about a specific episode. Uh, so basically he's just thanking us for setting him on the right path. He says, you're welcome. You're absolutely welcome. And he's asking me if a masterpiece sound wave is worth getting. Yes, it absolutely is. That's the fancy transformer that Mm. I got uh let's see this one comes from mel and she says hello i just started listening to pa a few weeks ago and i've just gotten to the original series movies these people are blowing through these episodes which is fantastic uh so hopefully this hasn't been brought up since while you were going through the original series you said about how it would be great if they did a christmas episode where they had to teach spock the meaning of christmas and i recently found they were planning to do one or actually filmed it but decided not to show it i think they probably didn't film it (laughs) It involves Spock being confused by an elf and Santa being controlled by a computer, which Kirk, doing what he does best, explodes with illogic to free the Christmas folks. <laughs> that
2: sounds, <laughs> like that sounds
0: amazing. I think that I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that might be a hoax.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like something someone would write now for what would be a Christmas episode back then. Right. What, it, it what did seems... Star Trek do? It had Spock and Kirk doing a logic on a computer.
0: Yeah, that's, let's just write an episode around that. Um, she goes on with a very specific uh, uh, detailed description of it, which I'll put in the show notes. And she says, anyway, really enjoying the show so far. Um, I can't say as I remember even saying that we wish there would be a Christmas episode. It seems like something we, it seems like something Matt would say. Yep. But uh, <laughs> I kind of want to see, if this is real, I kind of want to see sucked. that new... That new yeah. Yes, Matt Facts, exactly. Yeah. That uh, New Voyages, the fan-made films. They should do it. They're doing some really ridiculous. Did you know um Denise Crosby is playing Tasha Yar's grandmother? Oh God. In an episode <laughs> of The New Voyages. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That is the thing that's happening.
1: How'd that movie career work out for you, Denise Crosby? Pretty good, huh? Apparently.
2: <laughs> wow. He didn't and the thing even is Will Crosby is <laughs> it turns out it's a fairy, and before it was before it was good, it was evil. <laughs> That's a twin deliverance, from so nice. For the people at home.
1: Well, who else did it
2: before?
0: What if they're in their cars?
2: Well,
3: Go no, home and us, listen to it's, this. It's not for them. <laughs> ah, very well. They can turn off. <laughs> Fuck those people. And resume when they get up.
0: <laughs> we only want you listening to our podcasts in your home nowhere else uh this one comes from scott Zioko. this one actually applies to all the series i was kind of kind of racing to this one because we get we all get to discuss it instead of just listening to me (laughs) uh which incarnations of the doctor would work best with each star trek series example do you think tom baker would work best with kirk david tennant on ds9 etc sorry i didn't use doctor numbers as my hoo-foo is still rather weak do you guys have strong hoo-foo
2: i'm I'm 10 on the scale. Got, I've only all got a. Uh, to 11. Um, I'm
3: slightly the old army son the scout. I get a white belt with two pips in Hufu.
0: <laughs> I have zero pips.
2: I have one. I have one cat badge.
0: <laughs> oh, very nice. That <laughs> changes every episode, epistory? <laughs>
2: yes, it does actually. Yes, for that's some, what I read. For some reason.
0: For some reason. I actually in the uh, in the, the crossover comic that we discussed that I think we all agreed wasn't as good as it could have been. No. Nope. I rather liked the Tom Baker Kirk stuff. I thought, yeah, that was I the thought only, those went together well. That
1: was the only good thing about that uh that, that crossover.
0: I think they they work well together. Like I think it's the same sort of aesthetic, that same sort of bright colours running around having adventures kind yeah. of thing.
3: Yeah, them them two did work well together in that one.
4: Mm.
0: And I personally would want to see nine on on DS nine, and not just because of the nines, but you know because they're both my favorite. Basically.
2: Yeah, no, that would be very, that would be really cool. I'd be fine with that.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: I think seven on DS nine. How come?
3: But, but then maybe that's just because because they're because well. your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to see eight oh. on DS nine? Oh, uh, uh, McCoy facing against the uh, Cardassians.
2: Yeah,
3: That'd be awesome. He, he can manipulate them. Ooh, so he does everything. I like that.
0: Yeah, if he's a big manipulator then that then putting him against somebody like Garrick would be fantastic.
2: Mm-hmm. Have a battle of wills there. Or oh on the sixth doctor uh on Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> just to punish them.
0: <laughs> just you just want everyone to get strangled. Look how he's strangling
1: Janeway <laughs> and
0: Chakotay. Chico- no. Oh no. It's a damn shame. <laughs>
2: Harry Kim's like if We all move dead. up in ranks. Yeah, until he's pushed into a of acid. <laughs>
1: Mister Chicote, your your face tattoo is stupid.
0: <laughs> now I shall become a hermit in the Delta Quadrant,
3: <laughs> and you shall come with me, Harry Kim. <laughs> Maybe the war doctor would be good on DS Nine because it's oh, like war during the war. During the war. <laughs> yeah. the war. That's um. <laughs>
0: All the connections we're making are so just surface (laughs) and obvious, but, you know.
1: What if the War Doctor was in, you know, a war? Yeah. Damn. Why didn't I think of that?
2: Or or the Third Doctor could be on Deep Space Nine. I'm
0: not familiar with the Third.
2: John Perfect, because he was, uh, because he kind of worked for units, so he could kind of work for Starfleet. Starfleet. (laughs) And and he's used to staying in one place all the time. He is, you're quite right. Because he cause he could because he didn't get to travel because his uh, the target broke yeah yeah no it didn't break it was stopped
3: stopped from working yeah by time lords time lords banned him yeah they, uh-huh. they, they no uh, time travel for you yeah that's what they did now you're They're just so a
2: lord
0: in. what was the real reason for that had they completely run out of money at that point
2: <laughs> oh I don't know I think I think because
3: it, it was they thought it would be cheaper but it wasn't
2: yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you had to have dinosaurs invading London and stuff. You always had to have dinosaurs invading London. That sounds so, incredible. That, inc- cost-
4: that sounds
2: okay. Yeah. Not yeah. on yeah. the show. Well, not on the show. It was just in, in reality when they were making the program. Yeah, in 1968 or whatever, they were just dinosaurs.
1: Yeah.
0: That tends to happen.
1: I read about that in school.
0: <laughs> Did you?
1: Sure, why not? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you learn a lot about London in school? Yeah. Oh. Canadian really? school, remember? Oh, yeah, of course. Um... <laughs> Yeah, the problem is like I, I, I'm just looking at sort of all the obvious surface things, and I can't like like we haven't mentioned anything about uh, next gen yet. Like who would be best? I want to see gen.
1: Picard play the flute with the flute doctor.
0: Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. And Then Ooh, Al yes. can
1: cry. No, <laughs> I doubt I, w- I would cry. No, you'll cry. No, I won't. No, I do cry at
0: everything. <laughs>
1: you cry at every flute. Wow, that's that's why we wrote that um, song, no. Cry Every Flute.
3: Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure why, but I'm thinking uh, Fifth Doctor. For, uh,
0: Fifth was...
1: TNG. TNG celery.
2: And... Peter mm. Celery. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have two keywords
3: for each one?
1: Yes, actually, I
2: do.
3: <laughs> celery. I'm old guy. sort of serien- seriousness to compliment.
1: Becler. Old guy. Other old guy. Mohair.
3: Shemp Doctor. Uh,
1: scarf. <laughs> celery. Psycho. Uh, umbrella uh, That's pretty good Victorian uh ears uh 3D glasses bow tie uh
2: new guy sweary which one, guy which
1: one's Victorian uh, uh 8, eight? Oh. 9 8 yes 8,
2: eight. movie that was, doctor That was a wild Bill costume Is that what that was apparently yeah. <laughs> huh.
0: what did he wear in the uh, in the little short that they put him in
2: A cross between that and uh, Something Good. (laughs) (laughs) I like that short. No, that was good. I I watched it and I'm like, oh, English Gav's going to be really excited.
3: He's doing something. How many times have you watched it now, Guys, Best thing that's ever happened. I fucking knew it.
0: And it was, what, ten minutes long?
3: (laughs) Seven minutes something. Is that all you could Is that all you could last? (laughs) Wow <laughs> no, I really like
2: that i uh,
1: I really enjoyed the whole uh fiftieth anniversary episode, and I've only seen like a handful of Doctor Who stuff
0: well yeah it's it's like I was saying before i'm I'm curious with Star Trek's coming up, I hope they do something that good, like as good as all this Doctor Who stuff
1: oh, you'd have to pay Shatner to stay out of it so', uh,
2: so probably probably the movie will probably come out will not it
0: yeah, but the movie would have come out anyway,
2: yeah well that'll be it 'cause
0: like, Star Star Trek I hope they 6, do some
2: all oh, they did for the was the 25th? Was it Star Trek six? Yeah, yeah, it
3: was.
0: But uh, I don't know, 50 is a big deal. That's important. Yeah, it is. Well, Half a century.
3: Doctor Doc set the president now. It's, it's yeah, exactly. You got you got that have to uh, do now. I hope so. I think you get a TV show back in the air that could do something. Be nice. That'd be nice.
0: I still think they should do an animated series of some kind. Mm. That way it would be different enough from the movies, and you could get any voices you wanted.
3: Yep. And, you know, no budget. Yeah. So
2: Simon yeah. Pegg could do various voices. Yes. Of course.
0: Just like James Doohan did before him. He could
1: play all <laughs> of
2: Tasha Yar's family. That way Denise Scrosby yes. can't.
0: Yeah. They'll and open they can, the No Denise's Club. Yes.
2: They could hire her so that she could just come in and watch someone else doing her voices.
0: Yep. <laughs> She's in a soundproof booth where she can see what's going on in the next studio. So you can't hear her cry. You
1: stay in here until you tell a, until you write down exactly what's wrong with Sila.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it could be soundproof and airproof.
1: That would be fine. Yeah. I'm fine
0: with that too. <laughs> we've talked before about what a what a great crossover between uh a trek and DS nine. Like I think we covered this last time. Or not specifically DS nine. Any any uh Any, any who?
2: Star Trek. Yes, any Who. <laughs> <laughs>
4: what
0: <is it> <laughs> yes. No, between between Doctor Who and Star Trek we've we've talked about like what would be a good crossover? And we all decided it wouldn't be that comic.
3: No, no. But,
0: but I mean, it seems like there's so much there that you could do with all the different doctors, with all the different you know I uh, mean, crews.
1: Honestly, your best bet would be if you were going to do a comic or whatever would be like every issue is a different doctor and a different uh,
2: crew. Yeah, that's what, that's what I assumed it was going to be before. Yeah, you know, I read it. It would be a different, yeah, different, yeah, and sort of. An overarching story, but right. a different Doctor yeah. and a different crew in each one. They've
0: done they've done some novels like that, yeah. where they start the story in the original series and they, they thread it through all of yeah. them.
1: And, I mean, you could move out from just, like, the TV show crews if you wanted to, uh, you know, fill up some more. Or I guess you could do uh, original series and then movie-era crew. Well, r- that's true. Uh,
0: crew. I think the four of us should write it.
2: Yeah, right now.
0: <laughs> I think we already have a better idea than they had in the first place.
2: Yep. Right, so the Crankor's going to be in it then, yeah? Well, oh, of course. <laughs> of course. And the Candy Man. Yep. <laughs> we'll combine the two.
1: Yes. Okay, it's called call the Crankor Man. And
2: the, and, and the floor would be very sticky. Right, because well, of Armis. It, it would have to be.
0: <laughs> Everyone keeps getting their feet stuck in Armus. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's
2: so
1: got to lie down.
0: Yeah, of course. I think we've got something here. All right, and at last... the end,
1: uh, Perry fucks Ace. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> hmm? Uh That can can be a cliffhanger. Sorry, I was thinking of something else.
0: What? (laughs) You were thinking in Tumblr terms, I think. (laughs) Are you shipping? Stop shipping. No! Don't look at me! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our final piece of mail comes from our old friend Richard. He has uh, written to us a few times with some music, original music that he's composed, and he's done another one. Apparently it's a Keiko song. All right. I have not heard this. I deliberately, like, waited till now to hear this for the first time, so... uh, Here we go. The terror of the Enterprise and Deep Space Nine as well. She took our favorite guy and made his life a living hell. She'll fill your ears with pain and then she'll fill your days with strife. She's Keiko O'Brien, Miles O'Brien's terrible, horrible wife. She knows the names of all the plants and how they live and grow. When Miles comes home late, she really puts on quite a show. She'll fill your ears with pain and then she'll fill your days with strife. She's Keiko O'Brien, Miles O'Brien's terrible, horrible wife.
4: Miles, fix the replicator. Why, why is it quartz? I hate it!
0: That was <laughs> delightful. <laughs> that was just perfect, Richard. <laughs> uh, I, I, I Richard. really have nothing more to say. Oh that my is, god!
2: Yeah, going to make he's, that. He sent us a couple of songs as well. Oh, very nice. What did What did he send you? He sent this one with Dalek Steve before, didn't he? Oh yeah, I've heard that right. one. He sent a Dalek Steve one, and mm-hmm. then recently it's just been a, he's been sent a DDT jingle. Yeah, with
3: g or sounds. Yeah, excellent. Oh nice. Well done.
0: I, I meant to ask you guys: Are either of you drinking any particular beer for the occasion, or just
3: just just Carling? Farming. Ah, it's just cheap beer from shop. Was it good? <laughs> Did you go to the shop? Yes, I inexplicably went to the shop.
0: Inexplicably <laughs> went to the shop. All right, guys. Any any final thoughts? Anything we we left out here? Anything you want to say to the people?
2: Uh, twists twist. <laughs> Can't say stupid thing. twist. No,
0: you gotta you gotta say the you gotta say Matt's thing first. Matt, uh, it's goodbye from you.
2: All right, so it's goodbye from Al.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> All right, now you guys do the
2: Matt thing. Okay, keep watching the skis. <laughs> <laughs>